Hey, peeps, welcome to the Nerdy Neighbors of PA. This episode's our last. No, not really. But we have exciting news coming soon about the Nerdy Neighbors, and it's awesome. But this episode, we'll be talking about topics like what's wrong with The Matrix, the new Spider-Man movie, the start of 2022, and having a very special guest, Mark Miller. So listen, relax, and enjoy this last episode. Just kidding. Of the Nerdy Neighbors of PA. And we are live with the Nerdy Neighbors of PA, episode 10 fucking ish. I know, is, are we finally at 10, Chris? Because I think we've been at 10 for the past three. We're at 10. 10. Okay. 10. Don't do that. That was my chance. God. Please. Yeah, I know. And I <laughs> saw those sexy body shakes. Please, <laughs> please no. It's my birthday. Uh, it's not your birthday anymore. You're not four. It was your birthday like a week ago. <laughs> I'm five, not four. <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> I've never seen a man with that much gray in his beard celebrate his birthday for that long. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Rob, your one nerdy neighbor of PA, uh, former writer for Anacool News, 30,000 comic books, divided my life to all things geek and and stuff and with me is my co-host as always chris lake is chris what do you want to say about yourself yo how's everybody now <laughs> no i uh, <laughs> i just like doing that uh, chris lake i am a career emt full-time and i my claim to fame i always say i used to work for mass replicas group used to do seven shows in one year and went to comic cons and it changed my life well, actually, a lot of things in the geek world changed my life. And uh, I know useless information, and it is a great time to be a geek right now. So that's why I want to start this podcast, and I wanted to talk to other geeks, nerds, and all cool people to listen to us and talk about useless information. Well, unfortunately, you got us. <laughs> and our third companion tonight is Emil Miller. Mark is my lifelong bromance uh, comrade in arms, my former editor on Any Cool News, a comic book yeah. writer extraordinaire, and a Comic-Con goer. I think you even braved C2E2 this year, didn't you, Mark? Ooh. I did. I, I had a table there this year. It was, uh, it was an experience. It was it was not the best it was not the best con, but it was uh, you know it it's people are still getting back into the swing of things. So mm. I'm hoping that they're actually doing it. They did it like two weeks before Christmas this year, so that was a little yeah. weird that they um, they just kind of I I don't think a lot of people were out there with a lot of money to spend. I think it's because of mm. the economy right now. But uh, next next year or this year it's going to be in august so that's a little better and so i think eventually they're going to get back around into march which i think that's when it was that's the sweet spot time. yeah and c2e2 for those that don't know is part of is the chicago comic-con mm -hmm. marks in chicago i am so i'm like a very distant neighbor down the road a piece <laughs> <laughs> we're on the I same can't see you guys the thing hmm. is, I can't see you guys on this thing, uh, so all I'm all I can see is myself. But I probably I probably would only be watching myself anyway. So that's <laughs> true. You are a raging narcissist. Why can't you see us? 
I don't know why. It was just a frozen picture of both of you guys. Wow. So I don't know. Darn Facebook. It's it's your it's Mark it's Mark's internet. Oh, okay, it's just me. It's me. He is, so it's it's, it's gloriously bad. I have it's problems. dial up. It's dial up. Hold on, guys. Let me take up the phone here. When we would do when we would do pod, when we would do podcasts, it would probably take us ten minutes just to get the audio synced up, so we didn't yeah. have feedback or. Those were the dark yeah. ages. Now we have video added. Now to I it. got headphones, I, bro. I got headphones. I, I think I missed the the audio check today i was late yeah Yeah, and yet we still are fine (laughs) even without it we're still cool you know what the show is still i like sound checks i know you do (laughs) i don't like any level of preparedness (laughs) yeah 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 whatever so what do we do i'm ready to rumble All right, so we talk right. nerdy stuff, and Chris basically goes through a litany of questions like a heavily autistic eight-year-old. <laughs> man, man, I can't have a birthday party. I can't have autistic. You can have nerds. a birthday party on your fucking birthday. No, well, that's the thing. I didn't have a birthday party on my birthday. I have a birthday party this Saturday, and by the way, it was fantastic. Happy birthday! And, and I had a Happy theme. Birthday. Thank you, and I had a theme birthday party. My wife said, you have to have a theme. Why? I said, I don't care. Oh, so that's yeah. nice. You still have birthday parties. It's cute. What's it is. The theme? Uh, theme was Harry Potter. Hmm. So. Sweet. I saw you got a, uh, I saw you got Dumbledore's wand. Yes. For your birthday. Yes. Yeah. So that was one of my gifts that I wanted because I'm a collector. And if you can see yeah. behind me. Um, and I wanted that. And she goes, well, why don't you just do a Harry Potter theme? I'm like, hey, you know what? Do it. I don't care. You only live once. Let's live dangerously and wildly. So there you go. Yeah. I, liked it. I don't care. <laughs> I think that's what Aerosmith so meant by living on the edge. <laughs> uh, that's great. Hey, let's begin right. with news. And how is everybody's 2022 going? Rob, eh. Mark? Not a hell of a lot different than 2021. I I got the the Decepticon thing. Virus. The Decepticon. Omnicron virus. I got that. Oh. Oh, How did that? that, uh, We got it too. How did it manifest with you? Uh, Right on Christmas. And then I had to to quarantine. So I didn't get to go home for Christmas this year. Sad. Mm. Single tear. Uncle Drunkle, um, Uncle Drunkle Miller must have missed you. <laughs> oh, he did. I always like to go sit on <laughs> Uncle Drunkle's lap <laughs> and writhe around because that's what Uncle that's a Drunkle callback. always likes. So way yeah, that's, that's a callback from way back. Yeah. Only Christopher Goodnight would get that. Yes. Is he? Does he watch this, Christopher Goodnight? I don't think he does. He just oh. mocks me in my comments. Yeah. Well, he should. That's mean. That's mean. That is mean. That's it's mean. all right happens well so there you go chris we yeah. we both got covid in 2022 so thanks <laughs> well I, I finally somebody like came up with like the names are like the transformers <laughs> i was with my partner mm-hmm. the other day i'm like why does it sound like omnicon and we need to get the decepticons and we need to form the transformers now and like get this virus and you transform into something better but you don't so that's 
No. Yeah. Five of us can't. Five of us with COVID can't come together and make a larger robot. No. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Grimlock virus to come through. That'll be nice. Oh, a dino, a dino, Dinobot. Dinobot. Oh yeah, that'd be yeah. kind of cool. Grimlock, Grimlock, Grimlock was the Dinobots. coolest. I think. Who was your favorite Dinobot? Mine was probably Grimlock. I don't remember the I, other ones. That's Grimlock. To <laughs> be honest, I wasn't a Dinobot. Yeah. I remember the Dinobots came out, and at the same point in time, the Constructicons came out. Um, oh, yeah. And yeah. I definitely cared more about the Constructicons because they could join to, to form the larger robot. Yeah, but they were, but the other ones were dinosaurs. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that was. I always liked uh, um, Shockwave. He was cool. Yeah. Shockwave was he the was cool. he was the big gun or was that the yeah. sonic gun that they had he was cool shockwave um, was yes yeah that was the big purple gun yeah and yeah. then there was that i like the tape recorder too now the tape recorder was sound wave that was sound wave uh, uh yeah sound wave was uh, the tape recorder was the radio yeah. or the boom yeah. box shock shockwave was the purple guy and yeah yeah the boom box Shockwave was Generation Two, I remember. Shockwave came yeah. out like after the yeah, movie. Soundwave was. That's yeah. when. That's when Shockwave came out. Yeah. yeah. I like. Soundwave. I used to walk around with him on my shoulder. Down the street. <laughs> <Like> a slayer. <laughs> Lay down some cardboard. <laughs> do, a, do a windmill. <laughs> now he's he transformed myself he was... into a paraplegic. That was really nice. <laughs> transforming yourself into someone with rhythm yeah <laughs> no that's no, what they do in the magic. streets of chicago there i see that now. yes yes i thought they just i just thought they went down the street singing donka shane <laughs> they do <laughs> we have the ferris bueller uh parade every year yep <laughs> well other than getting the transformer omicron whatever you want to call it but we have some deaths Starting out, wow! Way to yeah. way to lead off. I want to start. This is so much fun. <laughs> I like it depressing, man. We're in all black. I don't know if you can tell. We 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 let off with disease. <laughs> now we have death. We just have to hit pestilence at one point. <laughs> well, the yeah, only one that I really want to talk about is Bob Saget and Betty White, Sydney Portier. Like that was like, if they don't That's come crazy. in threes, if you don't believe in that now, they come in three or four, but. I don't think any of you guys know Rob Bruce, right? Yeah. If I said that name. Rob I met Bruce. I met I met Rob Bruce. Okay. Okay. He's Rob away. Bruce. What did he do? Rob Bruce um was on Comic Book Men. So Chris and I oh. both when being in close proximity in New Jersey. I mean, I've been to the Secret Stash probably five or six times. God. I would I wouldn't just one once. I'm not a not a big fan of Mr. Smith. Wow. Is Jason Muse hanging out there? Yeah. I never met Muse. I met Walt <laughs> yeah. I met I met Walt uh, Walt Chang and Mike Zapsick are the ones that are there regularly. Rob I actually Bruce interviewed would, I, I interviewed Jason Muse once at San Diego once. How'd that go? Just, How'd that go? He's a he's a nice guy. Uh yeah. he was it was for that Todd and the Book of Evil. Remember that show? I think it was on no. Shudder. I think it was on oh, Shutter. That's why. It sounds familiar. Because it was yeah. on Shutter. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was amazed because Walt Flanagan was really freaking nice every time. And I shit all over that book he created. Uh, Protozoa Man. Protozoa Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. What about his wow, dog? Was... 
terrible. Oh, don't make fun of his dog, dog, man. Don't make fun of his dog. What happened to his dog? Well, he loves his dog. Isn't that yeah. like a thing? Yeah, he loves his dog a lot. A lot. I don't know. So, like, <laughs> loves, his his dog dog loves his dog? He loves just... his dog. No, not love. No, we're not going there. We're not going there. No. Okay. No, just love his you dog. You can love your dog, but don't love your dog. Yeah. Like, so for me, like, when, <laughs> like, when Betty White died, everybody from their mother, I don't know was like feeling bad and like oh betty white was such a big fan i'm like yeah well i mean she was 99 years old i mean it was gonna happen sometime but when but when rob bruce died i'm like oh okay 62 well 62 that is ah, a lot different than 99 yeah yeah sydney potty sydney potty it was 94 right i mean if i get 90 if i get 94 and i'm still walking and not pissing myself that's a (laughs) That's a good one. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. with the, I mean, that now they can have that Golden Girls reunion. In hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, a lot of them hated, a lot of them hated each other from what I've read from behind the scenes stuff. Really? Like, there was, yeah, there was. Uh, well, cat fights on the Golden Girls set? Meow. Yeah, Jello and Jello fights actually. Old cat, old cat fights. Meow. A lot of, oh, they girls. just <laughs> they just strip down. They a lot of cat litter here. The jello in them. <laughs> There's a lot of cat litter here. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, and let's be honest. Uh, I'm gonna be honest. I never watched a damn sh- episode of the Golden Girl. Never watched that damn episode. Didn't really. It care. was on Saturday nights. I think it was on Saturday nights back then. Was uh, wasn't it? Wow. I think it was one of the I watched, Saturday night I watched, like, I watched like every single one. Quantum yeah, Leap? I watched every single one of them. Golden Girls. <laughs> Quantum Leap? Golden Girls. Gonna go with Did Quantum you hear? Leap. <laughs> They're remaking Quantum Leap now. <gasps> I thought that was a rumor. I thought it was true. I don't know, but oh, but oh, no okay. uh, Scott Bakula yet, so they don't know. Uh, yeah, reboot. What else is he doing? Reboot. Wow. Collecting all that. I see Scott Bagula saying a reboot is possible and conversations are happening. I like conversations. It's like how the never mind. Yeah, it's pretty exciting. And then who would you uh, uh, who would you want as the front guy? That's the thing. And who would you want as Al? You should have Who's, uh just have Scott Bakula as Al. Yeah, like he, I mean that's just passing the torch, yeah. Yeah. I think he, uh, uh I was gonna say Alan took for Al. Guy from I think uh, it, I think they're gonna yeah. they're probably diversify the lead. Yeah, I'm just saying yes. that's uh, probably what's uh, gonna let's happen. See. Let's see where that's Not going. complaining one way okay. or another, but no. I'm just saying yeah. reality. I didn't, I didn't see that coming. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. So then, who would who would be? Yeah, who would uh, be? the the girl that played Tootie on Cosby Show. <laughs> <laughs> Tootie was on Facts of Life. <laughs> no, Rudy. 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 Rudy Tootie. <laughs> man, it's keeping a Chicago there, man. You're really keeping yeah. a Chicago Cosby show. The Cosby show. And Rudy's was Rudy in Chicago? I, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I think Rudy's 54 now. Tempest Bledsoe. That was the other one. She was like right. the middle. She's the Jan Brady of the, of the Cosbys. Hmm. I haven't seen Cosby at ever. It's because they canceled it. 
like you know you don't show it anymore the only time i've seen cosby is on the news because he's yeah. located in, he's located in the prison that's down the road from where we live yes he is they had to bring back yes, kids say is. the darndest things you yeah, just do that from prison. I just have inmates do the darndest things. Inmates say the darndest things. That would be oh, great. They have to cut, they have to cut, they have to cut every 30 seconds. Yeah. So, then I, so I this, let me tell you something. It's all beeps and blurred screens. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff. Good stuff. Anyway, moving on. Oh, cover we covered death. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it, but, well, the last one was Bob Saget. Anybody? Oh, Bob Saget. Wow. Yeah, I miss Bob. Yeah. I never, I never loved. I saw only a couple episodes of Full House. And America's funny videos, fuck that. But we saw Bob Saget play live at the uh, Wind Creek Casino about five years ago. Yeah, uh, he was hilarious. My his, face yeah, hurt his, at the end of his, the stand. His uh, stand up was awesome. When yeah, I remember. I I've seen. I've only seen his stand up, not live, but I've seen it like yeah. on specials, and it's great. And it wasn't like a sold out. It was a big room, but it wasn't like a sold out room. So he hung afterwards and talked to people. He was oh, just nice. really just a nice guy. Yeah, really cool. And again, filthy but hilarious. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, poor Bob said. Rest in peace, Bob. Yeah. 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 I'll tell you what's driving Cut me nuts. Is all of the all Cut of the it out. <laughs> I'm going crazy by all of the um clickbait out there that says the autopsy is done and it's like know the death of Bob Sagan. And you click the article and it goes, Well, autopsy is still waiting. It's believed that no foul play is involved. Fuck all those new news outlets that keep doing that yeah. clickbait on Bob's poor soul. I hate you. Yeah, I agree. I yeah. agree too. Yeah, I, I try to look it up, and I still don't. I don't think they still have come out with a full report yet. So I don't know. No, they said it's gonna and take then, like. They said it's gonna take like eight to twelve weeks. So. And then people are like, like March. Yeah, I mean, as a first responder, I was like, hmm, okay. But then as like news, like found in Orlando hotel, I'm like, hmm. Okay, because that's first thing you think of. But then you think, okay, well, could be. I've also had natural heart attacks, strokes, um, brain bleeds. Yes. When you go, you know. Chris, when you go, <laughs> are we talking <laughs> about Coke off a of hooker's ass? Is that what? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he wasn't part of the Marley crew here. I mean, maybe uh -huh. not. <laughs> You know, I, I, uh, I'm reading. I'm reading Norm Norm Macdonald's biography that was published in like 2012. It's funny yeah. because uh, it's uh, the introductions written by Louis C.K. to show how old it is. <laughs> wow, that <laughs> yeah, aged so, well. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but yeah, but there's. I'm surprised there's a lot of drug references in in that book. So. I don't know. Well, Norm was on SNL in the late eighties. So yeah, yeah I, I, I can see like that there was some Chris Farley in there. And... Yeah. 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 So they were putting Coke in every orifice they had. Yep. Yeah. What happens? Moving on judging. from <laughs> moving on from cocaine <laughs> and heroin. Okay. And any drug that you possibly get, you know, have fun. Don't with. do drugs, kids. <laughs> Yeah, no, they're bad. I heard. The finger. I love it. The finger. 
don't do drugs. drugs. <laughs> but 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 just become a rock star and they'll give them for you for free. <laughs> yes. Have someone. I feel like. Do I feel the like drugs for you and give them. To I feel you. like I'm in the. I feel like I'm in the womb again, and Dad is getting amorous. <laughs> you do that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dane Cook. All right, all right, all right. So, uh, first, the news that I thought it was worth talking about: uh, Tom Holland. They're really pushing him to be the next 007. No, he's I, too young. He's too young. No, that's what we need. We need a young James Bond. James Bond Junior. Yeah, I feel like they've always felt middle-aged to me. And maybe that's just the perspective of the age. And I should actually go look and see how old Roger Moore was. But I always see James Bond. He's like a dude in his late 30s, early 40s. I don't know. Actually, that's how I always Roger Moore, him. his first first movie that he did, I'm looking it up right now on the internet. Yeah. Oh, I didn't think you were checking your taint. Uh, <laughs> Get that down. He, he was 12 years old for, for your eyes only. <laughs> <laughs> couldn't even drink but they uh, let him drink anyway because he, he's he was he was so young British. he was even allowed he wasn't even allowed to see the title octopussy he was so young <laughs> that was why it was for your eyes only because he couldn't even look at it oh my god he was born during the flapper era he was like 50 <laughs> he was like 50 when it came out well yeah but I think I was watching, well, before Spider-Man, I saw un the preview for Uncharted. And that's very James Bondy. It is. It is. Yeah. I agree. Do I think, no, I think I'm with Rob. I think he needs to be middle-aged. And, you know, I think I think he's too young. I think that's why I didn't like the first two Spider-Mans. Because, of course, it's supposed to be a kid, but he was just, you get used to just, Dude, like Tobey Maguire being 40 by the time it says the first Spider-Man. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> you get used to that, you know. But, yeah, yeah I think, I, I mean, it'd be interesting. I didn't want it to be like James Bond Jr., if you remember that cartoon in my heyday. Um, I don't remember that. Yeah, they came out with a uh, cartoon called James Bond Jr., and it Chris was, is about uh, Chris is about ten, eleven years younger than us, Mark. So sometimes he has, yeah. Yeah, sometimes he has yeah, references. Yeah. Old, yeah. You freaking old guys! Yeah, all of us seventies babies. <laughs> you, you old yeah. people, get out of my Kentucky Reaper. <laughs> we just watched puppets. And it was when I was when I was when Fragger I was a kid. It was Cher and Sonny, Sonny and Cher. It was nothing but Matt Houston for me. <laughs> Twenty-four <laughs> hour marathon of Matt Houston. <laughs> That's what we watched at the Miller House, <laughs> and we liked it. <laughs> we liked it. Champagne bubbles and caviar dreams. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I, yeah, I think he's too young. I mean, what do you guys think? Like a uh, Michael Fassbender? I like him. He's kind of too old, though. Yeah, I think he's getting too long and too. You know what? I just, I have zero give a shits about James Bond these days. Yeah, but it depends on who it is. Like, I wouldn't want everyone wants like Tom Brady. Is it Tom Brady? I yeah, think Tom that's Hardy. a football person. Yeah, Tom sports. Hardy. Go, Brady. Go sports. Go Tom sports. Hardy. Yay, sports. Oh, uh, 
Tom Brady or Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Everybody wants like him, but I'm kind of sick of just seeing him up for everything. Yeah. You know, and I, he, well, I'll tell you, he shouldn't be allowed on a movie set after that horrible Al Capone movie. Oh, and Ooh. Venom too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, that that Capone movie was just uh, uh haven't watched it. I tell you who it's I a, really it's, like. Oh. It's a trank. It's a trank joint. So I'm kind of just uh, yeah. It's it's it's, it's no uh, it's no Untouchables. Okay. Idris Elba would be great. Idris, yeah. Idris, Idris Elba. I yeah. think he would be too, but he's getting pretty old too. He was looking pretty old in uh as Deadshot, Suicide but he squad, could do yeah. it. He could do it. Yeah, I mean um, Roger Moore was about that. But age. you would. What 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 you would need yeah. is someone like in their, I would say late thirties. Probably okay, because they could still would, have that kind of older. Andrew look. Garfield. <laughs> He is English, isn't he? Or is he, he is. Australian? He's British. You know what? He's British. Why don't we let them? They keep coming over and playing all of our American superheroes. Why don't we let an American play James Bond? Uh, Flava Flav. Yeah. Perfect. That's casted. We're done. Hey, man, I'm 007. <laughs> yeah. All we needed. That's perfect. Chuck D could be uh, Money Penny. <laughs> Actually, if you want to play, if you want, if you want to play that, I think the perfect actor. If I didn't go Idris, I'd go Michael B. Jordan. This British accent yeah. has to be. He's not English. Off. He's he, he's American. He's, he's American, right? But yeah. you know, the whole thing of not? bringing America mm-hmm. to a British. He's that. He's perfect. He's good looking. He could probably get the British accent. My problem with Michael B. Jordan, Classy. he doesn't have a prominent chin, and that's why I never bought him as a boxer. Because he didn't have any, he doesn't have a prominent chin. Like your his mother. Chin, I, I like it's like you'd punch him in his, and you would like miss his chin. His head would just fall off. It wasn't, uh, like, I, it wasn't I, like your mother, Trebek. This one, this one might be too obvious, but uh, Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill would be awesome. Henry Cavill would be great. I think yeah. he's a, he's pretty cool because it's like, he's, I mean, he's really sticking to a lot of the geek stuff, which is, which is kind of cool. Oh yeah. And he's he he's got that more, kind he of plays generic... World of Warcraft. Yeah. He does. Well, and then he like uh he plays I mean he, he oh he's in The Witcher, he's in this, he's in he yeah. was in that Mission Impossible movie which was pretty cool. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. When they had the CGI the CGI off the mustache for the yeah. spirit justice we should say. Uh what about Jason Statham? No. 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 Too too no. rough and tumble. No. Yeah. No. He's too Cockney English. It's, yeah. it's always well, like this. So was uh, actually that's what kind of Daniel Craig was too, sort of. Yeah, but his mm. voice is not always in every movie. I gotta get the car, and we're gonna go do this, and it's every movie that we gotta yeah. get the car. And I'm like, no, no, that's serious. Get the car. I have an okay. idea. <laughs> yeah, uh, Sydney Pointier. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, think, you know, you think he's is he busy? That you would be a great. I don't think he's busy at all. Like I think his schedule was cleared. Hold on one second. <laughs> <laughs> like your and we mother. Could get that, and we could use, <laughs> use Betty White. And we could use Betty White as Money Penny. Yeah, <laughs> perfect. Like your mother. He could do back. all his own stunts. He could do all his own stunts because you wouldn't get hurt. You just throw his, throw his corpse <laughs> off a building. <laughs> Save all money for stunt. We're getting dark. Yeah, too 
To sir with love. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I blame Rob for the darkness. I blame Rob for the darkness. Yeah, yeah it's that. always uh, me. It's you can blame me. me. I don't care. It's all right. I have a. I, I go to dark, dark places. <laughs> yeah, Mark's Mark's not a light soul either. It must be a seventies thing. <laughs> I think he's almost born in the seventies. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. I I definitely am going. So it's okay. <laughs> Back to hell. But uh, I don't yeah. know. I mean, I yeah. like. Uh, so no, but I like Henry Cavill. And uh, I, I what about James McAvoy? Cavill. What about James McAvoy? McAvoy. Yeah. That's, yeah, he could do it. I mean, he's short. He can uh, do just about anything, yeah. actually. Yeah. He's pretty um, versatile as an actor. I wouldn't be a bad one. Yeah, James McAvoy. I don't know. He's got to be, was James has to be bulky or doesn't have to be bulky? Like, he was he bulky in, uh, in Split. Was it Split? Yeah, he, yeah, he was. He was. Yeah, it was Patricia. So, he's all Patricia. I thought that was CGI. When he when he uh, like roided out as the like beast monster, beast thing? monster, yeah, yeah, that was. I don't cool. know. I'm, I mean, I'm just making it up, but I just I always thought there was some level of CGI ness going on. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, and he's Scottish. Yeah. Like uh, I bought him. I bought him as a woman. He was a, he was a good woman. That that twenty seventh personality. Yeah, right. yeah. It was Patricia. It was yeah, it was Patricia. Patricia. Yeah. Yeah, she was hot. Yeah. <laughs> so, Ellen, moving on from 007. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm actually going to skip that one. I'm not going to skip it. No, uh, no, where do you skip it? No. I'm skip it. No, it was just, we didn't, we didn't, I didn't give a chance. I, just, I didn't want to talk about my week. Um, no, talk about your week. What happened? Uh, week. Well, I went grocery shopping. <laughs> You See, this is his problem with it with news. <laughs> we gotta be real careful about where Chris goes with news. What, what, did you get any bargains? I did. Oh, I did actually. Were they handing out? Like were they mother, handing out anything? Good? Like your mother, Trebek. Uh, um <laughs> no. No. But um so there so the Lord of the Rings series, I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy, and this is all I have to say about this. Good God, I hope Amazon doesn't F this up. It's coming out September 2nd this year. They're claiming it, or they're saying it's 300 and, 300, no, $363 million for the filming and everything else on it. It's done. It's just, I think there's editing, and then it'll be out this year. And then hope to God Amazon doesn't F it up. Is it different? What? Is, why? Why money. are they doing this? Money, money. <laughs> it's it's, it's weird because, like, Peter Jackson kind of did the definitive version. He of did. That. He did. Yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think you could get more. I mean, I I get it that there were there were deviations from the book, but you really couldn't get any better and more deep into it than than what he did. Right. Or more than any human being could possibly give a shit. I mean, Carly yeah. bought the definitive extended cut, all yep. the Lord of the Rings. They're four-hour movies, each one. But you can't handle it, Rob? You can't handle it? I don't care. <laughs> I don't give that much shit about a bunch of midgets looking to drop a ring in the middle of a volcano. I do. I, I can't I make myself do. give that but much I of a shit I, about it. 
I think it was uh, a bold decision for Amazon to decide to cast um, the NBA All-Star team as the Hobbits this time around. (laughs) 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 It'll be brave. Brave and interesting. Gandalf will have to be Gandalf will have to be twenty-two feet tall. Yeah. The only like I said, Mark, I hope they don't F this up. Yeah. I really don't. Well they really uh I mean Amazon really screwed the pooch with the wheel of time. Anybody that I talked to, because I could not make myself give a shit about that show. I watched the first two, three episodes. I'm like, I just don't care. And all my friends I've talked to that have read the Wheel of Time books, they just, they completely screwed it up. They just did a terrible job with bringing it from book to TV series. So I think I read it when I was like a kid, Wheel mm-hmm. of Time, but I don't remember it at all. Like I, there was yeah. like a centaur with wings on the cover. Be a centaur with Are you sure you're not thinking of Narnia? Like no, no, there was like a centaur and it had wings instead of arms. Isn't that Wheel of Time? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could be wrong. I usually am. So. Yeah. Don't ever say that by yourself. Don't say that by yourself. No, no, he is. I'm not, uh, I, I'm not big on fantasy for some reason. Unless it's Conan. I like Conan movies. Conan O'Brien? There it you is. You like Conan movies? There it is. No. There it is. I knew it was coming. Conan O'Brien? I like that guy. (laughs) I liked him in Medieval Times. Do you like the uh, Gladiator movies? Did you like (laughs) the... uh... You ever seen a grown man naked? (laughs) Do you like when Scraps rubs up and down on your leg? (laughs) Um, When we were at... When you and I were at New York Comic Con, that time we were there together, um, Mm -hmm. actually there was the writer of Conan, the creator of Conan, his family was there. I got stuck in a 10-minute conversation with them because... Robert E. Howard? Yeah, it was the the children of or whatever, and I never gave a shit about Conan, so I kind of listened and nodded and jotted down a few notes for show coverage, but that was about uh, my interest in Conan. I don't know. He's a half-naked dude with a sword. I just, I never got into it. We, we reviewed a couple Conan comics for the old podcast. I've yeah, I well, I just think care. it's stupid that they brought him into the Marvel Universe like present day, and he's like walking around in a sword then. Because like, it's funny because like, he, yeah, he'd be used to wearing that, but that's because everybody else was wearing that stuff at the time. Like, that doesn't sure. mean that he's gonna wear just like fur bottoms and go in boots as his ensemble if like everyone else is wearing full suit you sure do you know but do you know that for sure he'd have a man bun (laughs) (laughs) wasn't that it wasn't most he's a millennial he'd wear a dicky he'd just wear a (laughs) dicky with the fur underwear (laughs) underwear and a a dicky Oh, Conan. <sighs> Conan. Yeah. yeah Conan. <clears throat> but yeah. So, yeah. Moving on for that, uh, Dickie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is, uh, before we get to our topics, the last news is Garfield. My man. Is ready to come yeah. back. <laughs> is ready to come back to play the third Spider Man. And they're already crying out for a fourth Spider Man for Toby. Oh, I thought Wait. you were talking about the, the cat. Hey, oh, I thought you said the cat. <laughs> oh. It was a contest. Bill here. Murray. 
no. Bill Murray was coming God, back. No. God, no. God, no. I want to go and whoever made that movie, go and slap him <laughs> and then leave. It'd be like the Stewie episode when, you know, gets yeah. in a bus and then he goes out to Hollywood and gets off the bus. That's That would be me <laughs> slapping the guy who created Garfield. No, I Andrew Garfield. I literally Andrew. thought you were talking about Garfield the cat when you said no. that was the top. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah, me no. too. Yeah. Me too. Andrew um, Garfield. The, Andrew Garfield got, ready to come back. Have you guys seen uh, Garfield without Garfield? Yes, that's the Love funniest. That. That's the funniest thing I've ever. Yeah. The uh, the story of a man slowly losing his mind. I think is the subtitle. <laughs> so good. So good. It's just John should, talking. Oh, himself. I totally gotta. I gotta see that. And that's what that's it's kind of website, the, new, yeah. the new Spider-Man's are too. Until this last. Just type. Week. Just type Garfield without Gar, <laughs> oh. Garfield without Garfield. Oh, <laughs> Spider-Man without Garfield. <laughs> so I don't know. About, oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. That's hilarious. They're talking about bringing Andrew so Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield's coming back for the third one, and they're talking. They're crying out for a fourth one for Toby to finish him off. What? No. What? I mean, what's this? Yes! Finish him off. What's this? Uh, yes. Yes, we need another no. Andrew Garfield. I'm a big Andrew Garfield. Think, Mark, if you saw the last two episodes, you know I'm a big Andrew I Garfield. I loved guy. him in I loved him in the last movie, but it was almost like that was kind of like a the perfect way to to send him off in that yeah. with his no. like with the he way even he admitted, no. MJ. No. He even admitted no. in the movie that his foes no. were shit. That his, <laughs> no. he, he admitted he was the worst no. Spider-Man in the context no. of the new movie. Yes. No. Yeah. no. About to make Rob mad. Three, two, one. I love Goblin and and Harry and and uh, I love I love it. That's my uh, movies, man. The best. Man. It's the best, man. Well, I'm but, sorry you were born in the '80s. I I, I would have <laughs> to that's say right. that. I, I wouldn't mind Tobey Maguire coming back as old man Spider-Man. Um, it, it's it's kind of cool because he played that character in the um, the Spider-Verse movie. Um, and it's kind of, I mean, if you squint at it, they're kind of the same. They could be the same character, like yeah. brought into the animated yeah. thing. Um, I mean, it was he voiced that guy, right? Wasn't he the voice of, I don't know. of uh, the older Spider-Man? I, I, I thought he was. I'm looking at that. Was he? Yeah, yeah, I thought he was. Um, but uh, but yeah, he was just he works as like an older Spider Man that's a little somber, a little bit more calm. And right. Garfield he was he was a middle aged he was a middle aged uh, Peter Parker yeah. in that yeah yeah and uh, wow. but I mean I loved I loved what Andrew Garfield was able to do, but I almost I I don't know I I think. Maybe he could play someone cool in the DC universe, maybe? No, um, no. Oh, no, know. no. I don't know no. who he could play. It's the best Spider-Man's in the saga and the series. That's just done. Just done. <laughs> just just done. done. Cool. Anyway, Chris. moving on to the topic of Spider-Man now. <laughs> Has everybody seen Spider-Man No Way Home? I'm hoping to God everybody yes. sees. Okay. Who's this Spider-Man you're talking about? Tell me what he does. Is he a, well, is he, is he a man with eight arms? He is he not. A, that's a good episode of the Spider-Man cartoon. Yeah, <laughs> good comic book. Yeah. Uh, so, what you guys think? I love. I yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It was the perfect Spider-Man movie, despite Andrew Garfield being in it. 
Chris. I hate you, Rob. I know you. <laughs> no, I mean, I, you know, it's it, note for note, it was perfect. I mean, when I first saw Daredevil come on the screen, I was like, okay, these guys yeah. get it. Yes. When I saw yeah. Matt Murdock, Charlie Cox, I like freaked out. I was like, oh yeah. my God, this is great. Because I love the Daredevil series. Did you guys like, did, did you guys saw yeah. the show? Okay. For the most part. Which was surprising. I, I a lot of people. A lot of people have never seen it. That's the yeah. that crazy part. The last mm, season, I, I wasn't a big fan of the last season, um, but I liked the first two seasons. Right. Yeah. Right. I agree. No, I was very sad when that whole thing imploded. So I'm kind of glad to see that they're watching it exists and they're bringing some of those now. I would love to see Kristen Ritter as Jessica Jones again in a film. She was pretty good. Um, yeah, I, we. I, I. I honestly would like to see uh, Luke Cage with a little bit more charisma. 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 I liked him now. I liked him now. He was all right. He was. Yeah. He was okay, but he was him. just kind of bland. Um, well, is it he wasn't bland though. I don't know. The only one I didn't like. Really not. The only one I didn't care, but the only one I really didn't like was Iron Fist. Was yeah. I just didn't think that show, there was there's too many. I don't love the character to begin with. There's too many parallels to Green Arrow. Like you know, just why do we need this yeah. character? But uh, but I think it worked. Um, it, it he didn't work like the the whole way right. they treated the character. But in the comics, it worked because he was kind of like just the snarky kind of just loudmouth. He was kind of the you know, in like Quantum and Woody. He was Woody in Quantum and yeah. Woody. Um, but uh, it, it, and it was fun when they played it like that. But the the TV show just didn't play it like no. that. They had to I, make him all yeah. somber and yeah. without any like uh, he he had no sense of humor. Basically, he was all about I don't know. He's too serious. Business talk. Yeah, yeah, he was too serious. Where the comic book, I really liked the character in the comic book, and, and it was I the same myself. time. And it was the same time frame Green Arrow was coming out and the CW Green Arrow was real popular. I mean, there's just, there's too many parallels to the, to yeah. the characters for any differentiation for your right. average they were doing yeah. They were doing Green Arrow really well too. Back then yeah. Too. yeah. Yeah. In the beginning. So, yeah. Which I'm still going through that, but we'll get there. I dipped out of it, but. Did yeah. you really? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Why Pretty is much. that warming? Uh, I don't know. What, did, what are you going to say, Rob? I was going to say, after Crisis, the whole thing just became too... It, it crawled up its own asshole. It just became so inner-reflective of itself. They're running out of steam with these stories. Uh, you know, Flash, I felt the same way. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow, they just... They're repeating. They're on the same treadmill. So I just... As soon as Crisis hit... And Crisis was so drastically different than what actual Crisis of Infinite Earths was, I just kind of went... <laughs> This is this is a this is a queef of a forgotten good story, right? I mean, this is just a this is just a it's a whisper of what was a really great story in comic books. Hmm. See, I I dipped out before that, like during the, I think it was when they had that dark guy, Damon Dark, or yeah, Damien Damien Dark. Um, I just got sick of everybody getting a bow and arrow and everybody. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just you know it's they find out about it, it there's always the big revelation oh my god oliver queen is arrow and now you get an arrow, bow and arrow <laughs> and you get a bow and arrow 
It was almost the same thing with Flash. Flash. It's like every time yeah. anybody finds out anything, they get Flash powers. That's super. Yeah, get some kind of superpower. Yeah. It, it, and it was just too many flashes. It's the same thing with the comics, almost like too many arrows, too many yeah. flashes, too many. Well, and none of these shows have ever evolved beyond the mutant of the week that started with Smallville, right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, Smallville, you started the mutant of the week storyline, and none of they've tried to go broader in scope with stories, and I applaud them for that, and especially when they started crossing over and across. I mean, I hope Superman, Superman and Lois is starting to fall into that same. Um, drumbeat as well with just you know bringing in randos with powers and that's that's a parlor trick that only works once in a while you can't make that your theme and your mantra week after week yeah are you been watching it are you been keeping up with that superman lois yeah Yeah. i mean i like the kids and i like superman as a dad which is something they've always kind of they've always dipped the toe into in comics and then pulled out and then dipped the toe into and then pulled out and then about five years ago with the comic book convergence uh, where basically DC said, fuck continuity, it doesn't matter anymore. Um, they brought, they got rid of the emo Superman they introduced with the new 52, and they brought back in the middle-aged Superman. So I, I like that progression of story, so I think that's cool. Yeah, and Pete Tomasi was writing some really good stories of a of a Superman that's a parent and, uh, yeah. you know, trying to trying to be a good dad and trying to teach him yep. the same morals that um, his parents did. Hmm. So yeah. it was, it, it was cool. It was a nice evolution of the character. And then Bendis came along and screwed that up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically age John. It's like, how do you age Superboy when it was like, that's like money. Like just to have uh, Robin and Superboy go on adventures together. Like that's that's your kid's all ages it, title right there. It's problematic though to have an eight year old uh for being by. Then what? Oh being it's by It's problematic to have an eight year old play on by. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's amazing I mean, to age them. Yeah. I get way to go. Yeah, I don't I think it was really needed it was to be that either, But but um, no, it's brave. It's it's a it's brave writing. <laughs> <laughs> so brave. It's brave and it's right and it's now. It is now. It is now. Uh, there it is. But, there it is. Yeah, we got the yeah, finger I, back. Yeah. <laughs> finger of doom. No, they, I, I I honestly think that that was just a that was one of the biggest mess ups DC has done over the yeah. last couple of years. Is did they age? Uh, did they age Damien too? No, he's Bing still a little shit. I mean, he's a little older, but he's still just a little shit. Right. I read. He's not I as read old as Jonathan. Robin. Okay. Yeah, I read Robin. Uh, it, it, it's a great book. It's doing some really fun stuff. It's uh, Joshua Williamson. He's, okay. he's uh, writing it, and uh, I forget who's drawing it, but whoever's drawing it is really good as well. And he, they introduce yeah. some cool characters. Like since the first issue, he's been on this island fighting this uh, in this tournament, where it's like you get three deaths. And then, and it's all run by this. It's basically his grandma, um, who is the mother of uh, Raja Ghul. And that's his great grandmother. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. And um, his, uh, uh, they have a Lazarus pit there. So, wow, she's she's like Betty White age. (laughs) Lazarus pit. Is that Betty White? Is that Betty White? Yeah. 
she uh, shops at Lazarus. <laughs> it's all They introduced all Roz Agul's mother. Yeah. Her name is Roz Agul, R-O-Z. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> It'd be awesome if it was. <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, back to the Golden Girls. No, but uh, the uh, yeah. So like, you can die three times in this tournament, and so you um, you you get three deaths. It's like a video game. So basically, everybody gets killed once, and then they come back, and then they they come again. But then they have their last life, and they have to cherish that one. Otherwise, they die. It's like the Rick and Morty episode where they go to the Death Planet. I don't watch Rick and Morty. Oh, Rick and Morty's really good. But my uh, table mate at C two E two. Um, yeah. she was the writer for Rick and Morty. Mm. Rick and Morty is kind of hilarious. He's Mark. been the writer. You'd like. You should give Rick and Morty a try. It's I think you'd funny. like it. It's pretty yeah. Grace, it's Grace pretty Freud. long and funny. Yeah, Grace Freud. Oh, that's she's cool. awesome. Yeah, she was. Uh, she's in the writer's room there, and she wrote a couple of Rick and Morty comic books. So. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah. I didn't even know they did Rick and Morty comics. Huh. Yeah, I think it's. I didn't I think know that Oni. I think it's Oni that's hmm. doing it. Huh. Or IDW, one of the two. <laughs> They're the ones that own all the movie TV comic crossovers and yeah. Titan. It's all Titan in the UK. Yeah, well, uh, IDW just lost G.I. Joe and uh, Transformers. Ooh. Ooh, that hurts. Ooh. Where did they go yeah. to? I, I th Probably boom. I, I don't think they've announced it oh, yet. They're still okay. finishing yeah. on the series. <laughs> wow. So we started this with, uh, what do we think of the new Spider-Man movie? Oh, yeah. yeah, what do you think about that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, was, what, made, I, what made it, what, like, what made it so great? Like, what made it, like, they, even though they got it, like, and I'll throw this in there now, I'll throw it in topic two, Eternals. Like, well, let's compare. they're two different ends of the spectrum. Jesus. It is, it is. <laughs> Spider-Man you know was what? good, and Eternals wasn't. <laughs> That's fine. They, yeah, I, they, I, earned, I like. Uh, here, here it is. Here it is. Spider-Man earned our love for a multitude of years. This was a yes. culmination of the yes. Tom Holland character, of and, and acknowledging that hey, it's so fucking ridiculous that we've had to reboot this character seven different times to just to keep the rights to it, so we could tell Mickey to go fuck himself when he came knocking on the door for his pound of flesh. Um, they they acknowledged all that and they found a real world circumstance that's ridiculous and they interwove it into a story. And this was a culmination. This was the Spider-Man version of Avengers Endgame, right? They they earned every tier and they earned to be able to start the movie without a lot of you know rambling exposition. Right. They could just they could just go because we've all been on this journey with them. Eternals was a 12 people none of us give a shit about or have ever seen before, um, even in comic books. Jack Kirby, genius, right? I mean, a, a brilliant man. Uh, you know, the, 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 the fourth world with the new gods, um, you know, him coming over and trying to do the same cosmic shenanigans of Marvel. I applaud every, every one of those efforts, and I love when those stories have inter interjected and brought those characters into the stable of characters. But let us not forget that shit got canceled every time because they just don't sustain themselves solitarily. They're a good garnish. They're not the main meal. And they had this lesson learned in comic books 
They take all their other lessons from the movies and TV shows from comic books. I don't know why they didn't take that lesson this time and go, this is just too far of a leap for everybody, for anybody to really give a shit as an introduction to these characters. Well, also, yeah, and, I, and, I think that, that they blew it. They they blew it with Eternals because they, the only real interesting part of the Eternals, and I, I've only seen half of it because I, I started watching it last night because yeah. I hadn't seen it and I wasn't excited to see it. And uh, then I just got tired and I, I was, just went to bed and I, and I worked all day today, so I didn't get to finish it. And I, I mean, I'll finish it eventually, but the only time I was really interested was the Dane, Whitman, Cersei sort of interest, like that interest. And that's from Avengers. And that's the way really to introduce the Eternals is have, mm-hmm. have it pop up in other books. And, you know, the Avengers is right. a perfect place to have, have uh, Icarus have Icarus on the Avengers team. Like there, there's no reason why they couldn't have put that character in the comic book on the team as a way for synergy between the two things. And then they could, um, they could promote it that way. Um, you know, they could have had some, some of the Eternals show up in Captain Marvel um, when they, when they did that. I mean, they knew the Eternals movie was coming up. So to, to pepper them through things like that would have been interesting. Um, it just feels like they, the Avengers worked because there were movies leading up to it. Right. Um, Justice League didn't work because there were no movies leading up to it, really. I mean, they had one or two, but um, really it was just a, a lot of introductions. WB. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, it just felt like um, the, the part that I saw up until it was like they were just starting to kill off people, like Gilgamesh died. Um, in the movie yeah. so I saw it up to that so there was like an hour and a half left or an hour 15 left so I was like almost halfway through but um, so they introduce these characters and now they're just killing them and they already tell you that they're kind of like templates and they're they're just sort of recharged and re you know they, they come back again um, as and why would they clones. yeah right and if they're making them why would they make a deaf one <laughs> yeah I mean I that know. seems like a pretty that seems like a pretty big defect in my yeah. in my minion robot I'm gonna send out there and scout the world for me is to make one yeah. yeah without audio abilities it's you know I wouldn't buy a car with a stereo that didn't play <laughs> yeah I mean I get it they want us they want a deaf hero but I don't think that's that's don't the movie you want to introduce no. it in. Yeah, and well, that, if these that's, are supposed to be perfect people, then make them right. perfect. Well, that's well, that's the thing. It's and this is from another review, and and I so first off, I liked it. All right, it's a Marvel film, it's an MCU film. They haven't disappointed us since, except the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, they I didn't did. Like it. Eternals. No, no, Rob, <laughs> my time. Anyway, um, All right, yeah. no, I liked it. I think it was good. I think. It was rushed. I think it was good as it's not better than Shang-Chi. It's not better than Spider-Man. It's not even better as half the 22 other movies. It's just there. It's just a movie. So <laughs> it's just a good movie. And it's just, Chris, I don't do you know what the word it, like means? <laughs> I, I li- listen, I'm not, I'm not going to go on a limb and say it's the best movie of the last five movies that came out, which by the way, the next topic will be Matrix and I'm, we'll, we'll get there. 
but the Eternals, we'll get there. Uh, Eternals is just, it was just good. It's just a good movie. And then just as far as, you know, what's going on culturally, what's going on as far as, you know, it's a good mix of cast there. But I agree with both of you. It's rushed. It's too long, for God's sakes. You could just tell a story of 12 people who die or they're robots for an hour and 40 minutes, all right? Not two hours and 37 minutes. Those are not the words of a man who likes a movie. (laughs) I like it. I like it. You're not forcing me, Rob. I just think they bungled it all the way. I mean, they totally could have introduced Gilgabesh in Shang-Chi. Well, they that's could the thing. Have totally, well, that's the thing. They, you know, they, they, they could have done all these things, but they, um, and that's they, and you can tell Marvel did not make that their focus. And yeah, but they had still... a year of they had a year of pandemic to tweak it and figure it all out. It was delayed a year, um, or nine months at the very least. I mean, they could have kind of fixed things a little bit to make it sort of work. They did it with I, Black I Widow at least, sort I, of. Uh, yeah, and how, you guys like Black Widow, right? Oh, I yeah. love Black Widow. I, I love Black, Black Widow, Widow too. Really yeah. I just watched it again um, just a couple days ago, and it, it held up. It was good. And you I loved it. how they brought. And I loved how they brought the Black Widow character, the younger sister, forward into Hawkeye. That was yes. great. Yes. You know, cross yes. universe fun. You know, I'm just yeah. starting Hawkeye, but I know she shows up, so I'm like kind of yeah. already. All right, we'll yeah. try not to spoil it. Yeah, don't worry. Hey, you know what, Mark? We'll do this mm-hmm. together. We'll do this together. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna get through it. <laughs> Oh, you haven't finished Hawkeye either. Okay. I'm sorry. I shame you again, Rob. I, yeah, I, I watched <laughs> it's your it's, it's your loss, not it's, mine. I watched it. You know, you know what I feel like the Eternals felt like it was an experiment. Do you feel right. like that when you watch it? You're like, okay, this is not a Marvel formula. It is, but you know what I mean. It doesn't feel like it's just. And what I mean by like it's just 22 hour movies. It's it's not better than those it's just there and here we go here it is the eternals 12 characters you know you know you know who else did experiments dr mangala <laughs> <laughs> so i know with rob i think rob i think rob hates this movie it's it I don't fucking hate terrible it. i mean it was i haven't watched it all so i uh, but i haven't rushed out to see it it's the but, only marvel movie that i haven't rushed out to see opening weekend the so only again one. i think it's just an experiment it's an experiment and i think it's probably failing like rob it's <laughs> i just think the characters are bland not the characters are not memorable they're not they, there's too many char- bland characters and then they introduce this 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 uh what's his name's <laughs> What's his name's filmographer? Yes, that's my favorite. Why is he even in there? Why couldn't (laughs) they just give the comic relief to one of the other characters and said, Um, now we got to care about this, this fat guy? I love him. I love uh, him. I love him. But yeah, but it's like uh, he had more lines than Gilgamesh did. (laughs) Yes, he did. He did. And it's just like, you know, that's just not. That I don't care about that guy. I would rather see Gilgamesh. I would rather see um, Droog, or was his Droog? Is that Drug. his name? Droog. Yeah, yeah. He. I mean that that kid's a decent actor. I'm interested in him. He might be yeah. playing Joker yeah. in the ba- upcoming Batman movie. I mean, oh, I wow. would have rather. Seen oh wow! More I didn't know that. Ooh. Yeah, Ooh. there's a rumor Ooh. that he kind of has a tiny cameo in the movie. Oh, did anybody see? Uh, did anybody see the pre-shot of Riddler's um, outfit in the new Batman movie? I did. 
I, I saw a little bit of it. But it's like he a looks like he looks like the Gimp from Pulp Fiction. He does <laughs> like fro- a little bit like Frogman. He does. Yeah. You know? It's weird. <laughs> it's very yeah. weird. It'll be interesting to see. I mean, they're keeping it all kind of under wraps, and I'm happy about that. I haven't watched another preview for it. I'm not going to watch any more previews for Batman because it's yeah. They see so because from what I heard, the last the last preview um, definitely went a little bit too far with the spoilers. So yeah, yeah, I think it did too. I don't want, I'm not interested. I think it did either. too. So thumbs up on Spider Man. Last thought on it. What was you guys' favorite scene? Before I wrap that up with a bow tie. Probably when they they start doing the portals to show the different Spider Mans. I welled up a little bit yeah. when you know the other two Spider Mans got on camera. Yeah, I thought it was good. I really liked the Andrew Garfield rescue at the end. Um, And I really liked the fight between Doctor Strange and Spider-Man in the, in Doctor Strange's kind of domain when they were on the trains. Mm -hmm. I thought that was really well done. Um, Those, those two were really good. And plus I really liked that they gave, uh, Willem Dafoe a second chance, and I think he did a, a fantastic job in it. Did a fantastic job, yeah. awesome. Yeah. Even better than he was in the first Spider-Man, I think. So. Yeah, yeah. There was a lot of there was a lot of soul to the character. He played the crazy a lot mm-hmm. better in this. Yeah, than, he did. You know? He did. Yeah, the the caught between the two personalities. You felt bad for him. <laughs> right. Yeah. It makes you wonder if, like, it, it would have been cool if they would have kept that character going in the series and seen, you know, over maybe two movies. That would have been interesting to see him kind of develop. It was also nice. To stuff. Yeah. It was also nice with the whole Marissa Torme kind of taking the Uncle Ben line, right? Yes. With, you know, yes. her being the one that dies. And then seeing Peter end up in that you know that state of how we've always known peter sort of always kind of be scrapping for money and you know living in a shitty apartment you know it was nice how they could twist the story to that they did that well yeah what you got well before we go what you guys think of the ending and what do you think it means do you, think we'll get another, do you think we'll get three more because they were talking about that was yeah. another news do you think they were going to get three they were talking about how Tom was like, well, you know, if I'm still Spider-Man, there's something wrong. I'm like, oh, okay, well, he's done. And then not but three days later, Sony came out and said, all right, our execs and Feige are talking about three more Spider-Mans with Tom Holland. So yeah. do you think I love it. That's... Yes, please. I agree. Yeah. I do too. Set, it, I think, set yeah. it at Empire State. Make it yep. the college years, you know, yeah. and that's that's all we need. Just the college years with Peter and then Maybe three more where he is at the Daily Bugle, or just like the comics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and then Andrew I think gets it a, works. And then Andrew Garfield gets a third one. All right. So <laughs> moving on. Why? <laughs> just they should just see that place re- him with Andrew Garfield. Just and not to say see anything. that. Just to see that reaction. <laughs> when when Spider Man is wearing the five seconds in each movie where Spider Man is wearing his mask, you can make believe that it's andrew garfield under there i will i will and then see ross face be like what the f that's what that's what annoys me is just that nobody wears their freaking mask in these movies and it just it's i should be over it by now but i can't be i just hate it you know 
Spider-Man needs to just constantly wear his mask. This taking off everywhere he goes, he just takes off his mask and says, "Oh, I'm I'm Peter Parker." Oh. <laughs> 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 the Matrix resolution bullet time (laughs) rob what's wrong with it man what's wrong with it it is fine it is fine (laughs) (laughs) it is it is fine dodge this yeah (laughs) i i love it i liked it but then again, nobody likes me, so it's okay because I like the Eternals and Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. But I like the Matrix. <laughs> I like the Matrix. I think it was great. I love the I love the, the, so the first half of it. Here, here's the thing, Rob, and this is my point. Yeah. Okay. We had an episode about Matrix. We liked the first one. You yeah. hate the last two. I like yep. the second one until up to the architect. Then everybody hates the third one. Everybody right. hates the third one. We get this I like the one. first and second one. I did too, up to, to the architect. And then yeah. it gets a little confusing. And then I'm like, oh my God, now we're into the third one. And third one sucks. It, has, it doesn't even have moments. But mm-hmm. this one is like, we got this and we got that. And then we got Neo and then Trinity and then the story. And then I felt like, oh, this is closure because I got screwed in the third one. And then in the yeah. ending, it's great. And then Oh my god, that's horrible. I'm like, what? So, what's wrong with it, man? Help me out here. What's going on? I love the first half of it. I love that it crawled right up its own asshole and just did its own self-reflection through the game that he was creating, making fun of this fourth movie, right? They they almost mocked that this movie existed by the fact that he was rebooting this video game. So, I loved that level of mockery and self-reflection. We get to the second half of it, I really haven't seen anything new. The coolest concept introduced in this is the fact that the machines are now on our side and that the machines, there are these synthoid machines that are now helping and part of being with humanity. And they really didn't explore that. They didn't go down that rabbit hole at all because they got, had to close out the Neo story. Mm-hmm. I thought that was the most interesting sci-fi concept in this is the sentient organic synthoids, whatever the hell, I think it's synthoids they call them. That I thought was the coolest part of all that. And they just, they didn't have, they didn't have the story real estate to be able to cover that in any level of depth because they had to close out this Neo storyline, which really didn't have anything new to say or do. Wow, Trinity is now the one that can fly. I mean, that's the biggest fucking thing we got out of it. I like yeah. the kitty cat. <laughs> That's nice. The glitch in the matrix. Hey, was that deja vu? Uh, what? Deja vu. <laughs> the, uh, uh, I, I, I think that it summed up that the, the beginning part when they uh, said like, if we don't make it, someone else is going to make it. That sums up the entire, that's like the line that like encapsulates the entire movie. It just felt like if Keanu Reeves and Carrie Ann Moss and Lana Wykowski didn't come back and make that, it would have been given to McG or freaking 
you know, Brett Ratner or someone to roll and it would have it would have been a, a complete mess. Uh, so they just said, okay, we'll do it, but we're we'll kind of it just feels like um is it Lily Wykowski? Is that the other uh Wykowski? Brother, yeah, sister, yeah. sister, yeah. sister, sister. Uh, <clears throat> but she uh I think whatever it was, Lily Wykowski was the one that made the creative, memorable um, fight scenes. And this one, if you look at any of the fight scenes in this one and put them side by side with anything from know. the first or second yeah. one, it's, there's just no comparison how, there is no comparison. how good those first ones. Like, I, like the, the part with the stairway that went around, that was like an awesome painting where they were all fighting yes. and the two, two white yes. guys were like, uh, yes. and they came out with the swords. Yes. And it was just, uh, it was so badass. And uh, then even the uh, the highway scene in part two, that, yep. was, that was really good. And all of it were just like huge scale and mm -hmm. stuff that, stuff that you haven't seen before in movies. That's and it. I just felt that yeah. like in this movie, I had seen this, that type of, um, those scenes i'd seen all Everything. those scenes before yeah. yeah right they they were all fighting in a warehouse on scaffolding and that was just in the shang chi movie um and that was like just yep. like in a bunch of other movies that have that have been out so yes. um and i think all of the um all of the effect scenes and all of the spectacle that you come to kind of associate with the matrix it, i just think none of it was there for me his um, biggest his biggest fight move was yeah. yeah, I mean that that yeah. was his. He kept yeah. yeah. hitting, hitting the block button on the controller. Oh, and he did that. He did that. I like, like that. That's really good. I like the block button. But he did it for like three, like or probably at least ten times in during the climax. It yep. was like yeah. him just going around like this, 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 yeah. and then he did it one more time on the roof with the helicopter. And it yep. just the more he did it, and the the the. It, it all of it was kind of badly framed it just looked goofy to me and I, I it just sucks because um i know keanu reeves isn't too old to do that sort of kung fu stuff because he does it in john, john wick, wick. You know, yep. he does it so yeah. well so yep. it's just i think it's just the direction i think the direction was just kind of it wasn't framed like an action movie or it was framed like a typical action movie that you've seen a million times with a lot of cuts well and we and and Thank we've you. seen in all the tricks that they did have. I mean, it, there was nothing as revolutionary as bullet time. And unfortunately, no. that's what we expect from the Matrix movies is some yeah. kind of level of spectacle that's totally and completely different. And yeah, there was nothing in this that was. Yeah, right. And I didn't mind that they were like saying that like, it might have been all along that trinity kind of com completed neo and it was both a yeah, yin and a that yang cool. that kind of did that that was interesting it was an interesting development but it also they kind of drove the point home there was like it's got to be trinity's choice she's got to be the one to choose let's give mm -hmm. you know the girl's got to have the choice it's the girl's choice it's not you know it, it almost became like a, a pro-choice like a pro-choice like stance became on a, or became, a, became, a, it became a psa for consent yeah, it did. And it, I was just like, all right, I get it. Come on. And then, Baby, it's cold outside, man. Yeah, Baby, it's cold outside. <laughs> it was just too, it, I mean, it's too heavy handed, I think. Um, yeah. It didn't help that um, I think Neil Patrick Harris's uh, character was really 
kind of badly written in a like very like mustache twirling villain sort of yeah it was really heavily telegraphed as well i mean yeah. you know right from the get-go you know he's taking over for the architect yeah yeah i mean i i love the actor that played uh the the mr smith character yeah i did too um, i did too yeah. I, that guy was in Mindhunter, and he was also yes. in Hamilton, and he's mm. I, I saw him live. Jonathan Groff. Jonathan, Jonathan, Jonathan Groff. Yeah. He's yeah, good. yeah. He's I mean he's an awesome actor. I like him a lot, and I, I he yeah. did fine in the role. But mm -hmm. I, I mean, just bring back Hugo Weaving, and it, he probably just said no. I get it, and probably Larry Fishburne was probably like no man i'm just too fat <laughs> i can't do this anymore <laughs> i just can't see him do anything like now he's just playing a, a like a hobo that carries around pigeons in john wick it's like he, he i don't think he's going to be jumping around doing kung fu but no they could have written that around there i mean it the the matrix without without uh lawrence fishburne is pretty rough and and hugo weaving those are integral characters that you might as well just create new characters instead of come up with some weird excuse why they're not there. Well, your computer you know? programs, I mean, you, you kind of have your same constructs with computer programming, right? So it's, mm. you know, we need this agent, we need this code, we need that code. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's probably cheaper to hire these new characters and try to CGI the, you know, a decent face on the older characters. Yeah, because there's but no reason like, that those things would age. There was a lot of scenes that either mirrored exactly what the the first movie did, or they were actually playing the movie or clips of the movie in movie. the background. In the background, and it, it yep. just made me want to watch that movie instead yep. of like the one that we're watching. Fourth, so I yeah. I felt like it was just and like I said before, and then we talked about this, uh, Rob. Last uh, it was a question, and like, why would you compete or put it out during spider-man when you know you're gonna get destroyed as a pr guy mm -hmm. as a manager guy i understand the and i understand that i understand the money part i understand this this is competition i would wait two more weeks because at this point mm. it felt like a closure movie because the third one sucked and second it didn't feel at all the points mark made and i agree because the the painting scene that they did in the studio with uh, the two white, uh, two dressed white guys, and the highway scene is so memorable. I still love Mona Lisa Overdrive, um, the soundtrack, which is great. Mm -hmm. And then you get this, and I feel like, and I asked somebody, does it feel like a TV, a movie for TV movie kind of deal? Like it didn't feel theatrical. It didn't feel like a Marvel movie. It didn't feel even maybe a DC movie. It just felt like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna stream this tonight. This is how much I like it, and yeah. this is I, this is how I feel that this, they made this. Like I like it; it's great, but I'm not. Again, I'm not gonna go see in theaters. I don't think it was theater theater movie worthy. No, and I, I just felt, it on HBO. Me too. I I think that well, it they they needed something to compete for the holidays. They didn't have a no. Harry Potter. They didn't have a right, DC right. movie or anything like that. So Matrix is. I mean, it is a big franchise, um, and it still is. I mean, it's not going to – I don't think it's made its money, its money back. I think it is considered a dud, um, like mm -hmm. as a failure as far as, like, not making what was 
Well, you can't, you can't, you can't tell with the streaming numbers, right? Nobody releases yeah. the streaming numbers. So we, you don't know how many subscribers you retained. Off, you don't know how many people you retained off of that. Well, you don't still, know how it, many new subscribers came in. I mean, yeah. that's, yeah, it changes all I don't game. know. It, it is weird, but it, it, it just feels weird because, like, they had, like, the Sopranos movie this, this year. They had the Suicide Squad. They had, they had a bunch of stuff on HBO. And they, um, it just feels like, you know, you can't, you can't make that big money anymore because everybody kind of has HBO already. So they're just kind of reaping the benefits of having all this stuff show up over there. You, you know keep, what I mean? You, like, you keep, yeah, you keep people on platform. And again, a lot of the subscriber numbers are not publicly disclosed. So yeah. you're really not, I mean, you say everybody has HBO. I know my parents just got it a couple weeks ago. So how they like one. the Matrix? Yeah, my dad and I. No, my dad and I didn't talk about it. He was en enamored with the <laughs> original Matrix, so yeah. you know. How he like? And <laughs> Suicide Squad. <laughs> Suicide Squad. I won't even ask. I'm sure he didn't even watch Suicide Squad. Yeah, he's more of a Sex and the City guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Actually, yeah, kind of. Maybe. Yeah. I love Kim Cattrall. Great girl. Oh um, God. I, I'm never. I will not watch that new sex. Oh, scene. that looks awful. That just yeah. looks terrible. Yeah. Who wants to see them have sex? <laughs> right with the bunch city. Of, I mean, the, bunch the, of, the, the poor pie. The poor pie. Poor fire hydrant consent. I mean, if you're going to call it sex, the, they shouldn't call it sex in the city. They should call it sex with lots of lube. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I can think of is that you're doing a grandma. Oh man, that's dry awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. She's a grandma. Hopefully, she'll bake you cookies or send you yeah. a dollar bill after you do just it. Just grammatically, it should be sex in the city. Sex in the city sex. implies that you know the city transforms into a big robot and goes and fucks another city. Wow, that just got sex to them is just pinching your cheeks. You're so cute. Uh, sex. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bake you cookies. Yeah, I bake <laughs> old hot flashes in the city. I don't know. I just am not a fan. I never was a fan. I it just that I, we're I think not I watched demographic, it. Mark. No, we're not. But I used to watch it because Oops. it was on HBO right before Sopranos and like all the HBO mm. stuff. So I would sit and watch it. I'd watch that. I'd watch Entourage, and then I'd watch like. I don't know, Sopranos or Carnival or Oz or whatever was on, you know? Yeah, I love Entourage. That's a good show. I'm not going to get back to that. Entourage I love Entourage. Oz was, was good, show. too. Oz was great. Yeah. Yeah. You know what's a good Although show? they never got to The Wizard. <laughs> uh, or did they? <laughs> or did they? <laughs> you know what's a good show? They just came out, Paramount Plus, as uh, Mayor of Kingstown. That's a freaking awesome good show. Oh, is that Jeremy Renner's in that? Jeremy Renner's in it. That's a really... I turn my show. Paramount on and off based off of when the new Star Trek seasons start. So I'll get it for a couple months and then I'll turn it off. Yeah, I still haven't seen it. I, 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 still, I don't have Paramount, uh, but I wanted to get it because it, uh, the new Paranormal Activity was on there. But I, yes. I haven't um, seen it yet. Yes, and that's a no for me. I'll watch Ghost Adventures, but not that. That's not Paranormal. I love Ghost Adventures, the four Zach Baggins and um, his three guys. But when you put them on the screen, Those no, guys. no, 
No, those guys are fun. Uh, those guys. Aaron Goodwin and I forgot the other two guys. But... You want to step up to me, Ghost? Come on, bro. <laughs> Supernatural me. <laughs> I, I, I've seen so many of those. They, there were a couple of um, – we used to play it at the bar, and it was just hilarious to watch because they're just so bro-y, those guys. They are. They're from Vegas. Yeah. What are you going to do? Are they? Yeah. Uh, Zach is, and so is Aaron. But the other they, two guys, I think, are from East Coast. They uh, did a, a haunted house here. Well, it's in Gary, just south of Chicago. Uh, but they they did a a whole hour special on that, a house in Gary, Indiana, about this supposedly yes. the worst H- haunted house. Yeah, I think it was H H Demon House or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. H H Homes, or it was Demon House, or it was the H H Homes, and the whole neighborhood. The whole neighborhood doesn't go out because they're mm-hmm. afraid of H.A. Holmes. But there's another one. I don't know if it was Indiana. Well, the thing is, I'm not moving to the Midwest because every damn thing they find is in the damn Midwest. So I'm not I'm, – I'm done. That's that's it. They just found a new dinosaur in Missouri, I think. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. What part? Like you know? alive? Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> it was a fossil. It was a different – it was like a different kind of – Jurassic uh, World now? Yeah. <laughs> was it the Lickalotopus? <laughs> it was. It was a. It was a lesbian dinosaur. The Finkasaurus. <laughs> Doris the Finkasaurus. That's what it was. The Megasaurus. Yes. Megasaurus. Rob, I got a, Rob, I got a bone to pick with you, man. And not a dinosaur bone. Speaking of Megasaurus. Yeah. Speaking of dinosaurs. Uh, Peacemaker. Last one. I hate you. One of the best new shows on television. I hate you so much. I'm I love characters like that. I haven't seen that. I'm laying in bed and I'm like, I'm going to hate this show. And I'm going to destroy it with Rob and he's going to hate me. And I'm going to be like, this sucks. And I hate DC. WB sucks. Can't stand it all. I'm dying laughing. I almost peed my pants. John like, Cena is like, uh, he's talented. <laughs> Funny guy. I'm like, I'm looking at my wife. I'm laughing. Is this something wrong with me? I blame Rob. And I can't <laughs> and I can't stop watching the intro. James Gunn no. went out on Twitter. He went on Twitter and said that I wanted to make something that was you couldn't hit the skip button. And boy, is he right. I mean, I cannot stop. From the eighties hair metal band to the yep. wooden choreography. No, it is no. just it's enchanting. I can't stop to, watching. To see Rob. How many episodes are out? Three. Three. They three? they released the first three. Yeah. To see Robert Patrick. The Terminator. I know. To do this belly dance. Hey, yep. I'm done. I'm done. Wow, time was uh time was not kind of no. him, was it? Jeez. No, it was not. Ooh. No, he was not. Yeah. He was starting to look like that in the X Files when um uh Mulder left for a couple seasons yeah. or three seasons. I really liked thought... his character in X Files. I, I did too. I, th- I thought those I two, Annabeth gish and him i thought that was a good team i mean they should have kind of stuck with them then going back to Mulder and scully at those final seasons because i i found those characters mm-hmm. a lot more interesting yeah um, at least too. with yeah. the shit they actually gave a shit about like the story at least you know <laughs> <laughs> they made me give a shit now i agree 
I, I, just, I think the fact that they've been able to build this entire mythos and story around uh, it's always been a toss away character in the comic books. I mean, Peacemaker mm-hmm. came over with the Charlton uh, comics, right? They, he was one of those props. The same time they is brought he over supposed, the, Is he supposed yeah. to be like the comedian? Yeah. No, no, he's 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 different than comedian. So the Watchmen were not direct Charlton uh, pullovers, right? They were modified and tweaked slightly because I think Alan Moore just said he couldn't use anything that was in the direct yeah. Charlton stable, but they they kind of twisted it. Um, no, I mean Peacemaker originally was the people he would kill; their souls would get trapped in the helmet and then haunt him. Hmm. that's wow. very different than what they're doing with it now where the helmet just kind of seems to have different types of powers based off of the helmet he's actually wearing hmm. um it would set a different completely different tone for the show so i'm kind of glad that they didn't go down that route um hmm. maybe they will later who knows you know hmm. i i loved him in suicide squad and i'm looking forward yeah. to this this show just because it's produced by james gunn it seems like it has yep. the same sensibilities, and I, I think John Cena, I, even though I wasn't like the biggest fan of him, I'm, I don't know too much about wrestling, but um, I used to, but it, I got into it, or I got out of it before Cena was like a big deal, and um, I just think that uh, it's kind of a, just a fun character, It, mm-hmm. it but the problem is I think he's playing like a Guy Gardner, kind of a U.S. agent character, and... Yeah. I almost want him to be Guy Gardner instead of that. You know, it's uh, I love Guy Gardner as a character so much, and U.S. Agent. Well, you got to you got. I mean, you've got to bring back. You've got to find a way to bring Justice League to life to give Guy Gardner to the world. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't. I mean, you can't. You can't bring Guy Gardner in without it's some kind of introduction Ooh. to the Green Lamp Corps. So Jesus how Priest. would you even do that? Judas Priest. Nice. Breaking the law, breaking the law, uh, uh, breaking the law, breaking the law. His little hat comes off, and he's got a little whip. Oh, and he's in a microphone. He's got a microphone. Speaking of gimps. Yeah, he's definitely gimped out in here, but that's Ralph yeah. Alford. Anyway. Um. Yeah, no, I, I just think that this was just, I did not expect to love this show as much as I love this show. It is phenomenal. Rob, I, I, I mean, I don't blame you, but I do have you big influence on me on this one because <laughs> when you were like, I love this show, I'm like, don't go destroy it. I, I'm oh, laughing. Man. I'm definitely laughing. And I'm like, I don't even know why. And I just love it. So. I, I think it is it's John wrong. It's, it's just so, it's so wrong. wrong. Yeah. It's just, John Cena's like dancing in his like underwear and <laughs> choir boys. I love choir boys. Like, what is going on here? It's oh, and Mark, it's not just produced by James Gunn, it's actually written and directed by as well. Oh wow. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. He's full he's full in on this. Yeah. I thought there was supposed to be a Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special out this yeah. past holiday wasn't there supposed to be one there was i thought was so one? yeah what i don't Did know I hmm. huh. was it on disney plus that's the that's yeah i don't think so i skipped that unless he was working on the show and they didn't have time i don't know yeah. well he's working on the next guardians too so i don't know yeah It'll be an interesting kind of next couple of years or next couple of movies because you have Sam Raimi on on Doctor Strange, 
You've got mm-hmm. Taika Waititi on yep. Thor, and then you've got uh, James Gunn on Guardians. So those are three really solid directors that I think they could make a really cool, like, cool move forward for for all of the. The holiday specials started filming in November 2021, the same time they're doing photography, principal photography for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Oh, so maybe it's coming out next year. Holiday special 2022, yeah. Hmm. Maybe it'll yeah. come out for St. Patrick's Day. That'd be perfect. I mean, that is a holiday. It is a holiday. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah. specify which holiday, so they did. Right. it surprise us. Could be coming and out tomorrow. I- for uh, Martin Luther King Day. Maybe Ash Wednesday. Why not? There it is. Wow. That's, wow. Yeah, Ash Wednesday holiday special. I didn't even yeah. see that coming. Yeah. Um, I do agree that James Gunn should take over DCU. But then again, everybody's like, yeah. so here's my beef about this. Watch your back on that because Josh Whedon got into a crap show and everybody's blaming Josh Whedon when we all really know it's WB's fault for the justice league that's not his fault and i'll i don't care oh oh i see what you're saying okay look look what they did the snipe sorry all right it took us an hour and 34 minutes we're fine (laughs) (laughs) uh look what they did to him and do you not think they're not gonna do that to james unless you well no i mean it would he would have to create a piece of shit movie for a, when I thought you were talking about Joss Whedon, I thought you were talking about all the other stuff surrounding Joss Whedon. So that's, no. I mean, that's a completely different story. And, I, and I've but heard that. Right. As far as, was it Joss Whedon's fault? No, it was not Joss Whedon's fault that Justice League sucked ass. It was, it he came in, he came into a movie that was almost completely mm-hmm. done. And they said, well, you know, here, polish this turd is basically yeah. what they told Joss well, Whedon. I think, it, I think they wanted and, to make it like family friendly and like, like make it a little bit more fun. And I think that that's what it seemed like. I think was the, trying the, to do. I think we've seen that this movie could not be told unless it was four fucking hours long. I mean, I think that's what yes. was proven with the director's cut is that you cannot. Yes. This uh, I mean, what is it? Five, you know, ten pounds of shit in a five-pound bag. Yes. I mean, I think that's exactly what they tried to release theatrically. I think the movie would have been as much of a shit show. In the oh, theaters, yeah. had they not brought Joss Whedon in, I think Snyder just could not get this thing to be a hour and a half, like his, two hour experience. His first two movies, I I didn't like. Like I, I didn't yeah. like, I didn't like Superman Returns or whatever the hell that was, Man of Steel, Man of Steel. and I didn't like Batman and Superman. I I didn't like those. Be, I mean, there were just huge decisions in both of those that I really think were awful. And so I don't know why, I mean, there are these guys that are like so vehement about like the Snyder cut and all that stuff. But I, I mean, how do you get burned so many times and then go back and just say like, oh yeah, this one's going to be the one. But They gave know. him a five movie deal. They gave him an ex- executive producer credit. So they couldn't, I mean, it's like they couldn't escape from that. He still yeah. gets, he and his wife still get executive producer credits. I saw, saw that on Suicide Squad the other day. Oh, yeah, it um, wow. Well, it's got Zach Snyder and Zach, Zach and Deborah Snyder. Oh yeah, did executive producers on Suicide Squad. Yeah, I did what see about, that. Really? Uh, what about the second Wonder Woman? Does that count as his as well? I think so. Yeah, should be, should be. I have to go look. But, yeah. So that's five movies. God, that's that's awful. six movies. 
yeah. seven movies because Suicide Squad, two Suicide Squads, and Man two Wonder Woman. He's got, he's got some deal set up with DC and with Warner Brothers. Well, that's probably why they're gonna they're gonna uh, mess it all up with Flashpoint. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm you know, hoping it'll it be, well, and it's not from what I heard. They, yeah, no, it just seemed 100%. like that's that's what they're going for. They're gonna try to just reboot the whole thing with Flashpoint because of Spider-Man. <laughs> good, I mean, good, yeah, good, <laughs> good luck. I mean, you've got two multi, multiple universe movies and you've got, I mean, the Flashpoint in the comics was sort of meh, right? I mean, that was the kickoff the whole, to the whole New 52 was the Flashpoint paradox. And I remember when we reviewed it back in the day, we were all kind of like, meh, it's not, you know, the best thing on earth. Well, I mean, if, the only way they could really save that Flash movie for me would be is at the very end of it all, Grant Gustafson is like the the one and only Flash, and that's that's all we have to worry. About. That's what we. That won't happen. This way forward, I don't know. I just didn't like yeah. the version of Barry Allen that uh, that one guy turned in. I'm not sure. I forget his name. Ezra Miller. Jamie Kennedy. <laughs> I think it's Ezra Miller. <laughs> this is the new Jamie Kennedy. Um, yeah, Ezra Miller. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's weird. I, he, he's he's he, he's spastic. He's like Impulse. He's like a Jimmy Fallon playing Impulse. <laughs> you reminded me of. Yeah. Not it's not Barry Allen, but whatever. I can let go of the whole beer. I mean, them being married to the Barry Allen thing, I think it's kind of silly, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I wasn't big on him coming back in the comics. No. Um, the, one of the Molly. great things about Barry Allen was that Barry Allen died and was dead mm-hmm. for 20 plus years before Flashpoint. And for some mm-hmm. reason, they felt the need to resurrect. They felt like they had to resurrect that name. And I don't think your average audience would give a shit. Your, av- yeah. your average audience knows the Flash. They don't yep. know Barry Allen. They don't know Wally West. I don't know Jay Garrick. You don't you don't need to even worry about it, but whatever. Yep. I agree yeah. about the Grant. I agree about Grant Gustav. Yeah, I'd rather have him as the Flash. Uh, yeah. I call him Gustafson. I don't want guy. I don't want Grant the Gustav. other guy wearing a choker, telling me about a new movie. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking just... forward to Aquaman. <laughs> might be okay really all right yeah. all right you feel me that's what we need we need some underwater al pacino all right. what's with all you these fish you <laughs> it's wait, got a big mermaid ass wait a minute is that the tracy al pacino or is that like all oh, other son of a woman son of a mackerel <laughs> Basically, that's what Aquaman is, man. All his dialogue is, all right, yeah, all right, all right. (laughs) You feel me? Oh, yeah. That's it. What is there more about Aquaman? He's just. I don't know. I I like it. It's definitely not Aquaman, but it's just, (laughs) I like Jason Momoa. He's like a a fun dude. I I mean, it's just fun to kind of watch him. Yeah, that's right. I I don't know. But he, uh, uh, he just broke up with Lisa Bonet. They just got divorced. No. Yeah, they're saying he's 
They're saying he's sad now on the set of Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. Yeah. Oh, he's not all right. It's more like, well, it's like, oh, (laughs) bummer. (laughs) He's just floundering around. Oh, no. It was Uh, okay. (laughs) Was it? Was it? Aquaman? It had moments. It had its moments. Yeah, I I mean, I'm just going to give it an okay. It was better than Eternals. No! Whoa! I Whoa. actually liked no, his no, no, character. No, 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 no. No, no, I think no. his character was no, better no. in in uh, um, Justice League. He was probably one of the cooler aspects of Justice League movie. Yeah. Cut, well, because he, he was he, he was the one, he was really. the snark he was the snarky cynical one. I mean that's yeah. that was the I, main role he played. I yeah. like him in Snyder Cut than I liked him the other cut. So. Was He's the other cut, in the Snyder cut in the Snyder cut? Did he sit on the um Wonder Woman's lasso and said no. that he thinks no. she's hot? Oh, no, no, nah. that scene is horrific. That but scene it's is just in the movie or in the comic books, there was there was even a scene where Aquaman mm-hmm. gets tied up in Wonder Woman's lasso and he kind of professes his love for her. I did see the yeah, yeah. Yep. I, I guess I think that's my biggest problem with the if I look at the character. And I'm saying Aquaman was all right. I'm saying it was all right. It wasn't like you know anything I've really. I, I haven't watched it a second. Better time. than Eternals. He's, so, he's yes, better than Eternals though, Chris. He's he, but it's not. Um, it's so not the Aquaman from the comics. And again, I'm no. not the type that always adheres dogmatically to that, but. It is such a vast departure. I, yeah. I don't know. I just go, why? Can, but here, pick a, different, honestly, pick a different character. Honestly, though, I mean, Tony Stark, they needed somebody in the Marvel Universe to start off that whole franchise. And I think Tony, like Robert Downey Jr. had that to be able mm-hmm. to build yeah. off of him to do that. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think that out of all of those characters in that movie, um, Jason Momoa had the ability to kind of build off of that character so you build everything off of like how yeah yeah so like yeah it might not be the same as he's represented in the comics but it it would make sense that they would try to get an affable character like a character that that you know you could you'd want to you'd want to follow for a couple of movies and build something around that that would be that i think that would work he doesn't have the double life, though, unfortunately. I mean, he just, he swims up to Nova Scotia, takes his clothes off, and throws it at the locals so they can kind of yep. up his musk. Yep. That's, that's no. his double life. That's his, just his, yeah. that's his double life. Is, yep. Well, that's why, he that's why you need Al Pacino in there. All right. Comes you know what I'm talking smell, about? Smell my, he, smell he, my he, sweat. You know, what, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> You smell I, like... just, I still can't get past the statement it was better internal. I, I smell I, like I think, a whale's think... crotch. Uh, Rob. <laughs> oh, Rob. No, I, I, I Chris. I Chris. I'm leaving. Right. I'm leaving. We, we won't even. Right. I'm leaving. Oh, the internals. Oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I well, like you it like better the than eternals. I'm sorry. No. 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 <laughs> Ow. But then again, Why? I'm a Marvel guy. No. Answer me that yeah, some will call them Marvel zombies because of their undying allegiance to the great house of Marvel. Um, why, with the Eternals, 
they could not pick a lane on do we affect humanity do we not affect humanity like what is their actual purpose right sometimes they want to help sometimes they don't help sometimes they hide i mean what the hell was the purpose of the eternals a on this planet and b in the grand scheme of the next phase of marvel there there's just nothing there they can't answer either of those questions if, if why like am I, I watching these people? Why like do I, I care about these people? And, why and do like I, I care said, about the and like I said, I think it was an experiment, like we talked about, and I don't think it was. It was just. It was just. It's just there. Like I'll be honest with you. I like. But if you're gonna put, you can't compare. Like you said, you can't compare Spider Man and Eternals. But you can compare Aquaman and Eternals, and by itself, it's still good. You could pick The Incredible Hulk. It's better than Aquaman. I mean, if this, like, come on. The incredible. Which which Hulk Come are we talking on. about? It the Edward, Edward Norton, Norton, the Edward Norton one, man. That's well, I mean, the Edward Norton <laughs> one was better than the Ang Lee one. Had its moments. Wait, yeah, it was better than the Ang Lee one. The uh, Ang Lee one. There were only those two, bad. right? Yes. Yeah, no, I liked I, it that Abomination was in that one. Yeah, I, I didn't mind the Edward that... Norton Hulk. Yeah. All right, you know what? I'll, I liked. I'll, uh, I'll dumb the... it down. <laughs> Eric Bana one's better. Is better than Aquaman. <laughs> Ah, that was. That and, was and, and I, I hear you. I, I hear you. Nobody likes Eric Banner one. I actually like the Eric Banner one. I feel like it's a little comic-y and, and and again, whatever. It was literally comic-y. The they did it as scene transitions. They did the comics. Yeah. yeah. Um, those weren't terrible. I kind of like that. That uh, the way Ang Lee kind of had like the the panels and stuff. Um, I just Nick the, the whole Nick Nolte stuff was. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's what, yeah, yeah, I think that's what, yeah, I agree. I like Eric Bana, you know, Black Hawk Down and uh, yeah. even the Star Trek, and I like Eric Bana. I think yeah. he got a raw deal with Nick Nolte, right, Nick Nolte? Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Jennifer Connelly, I like her. I love Jennifer Connelly. Jennifer Connelly's great. <laughs> love yeah. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, love right. Jennifer Connelly. All right. I loved her when she was. I loved her when she was dating Thanos. So that's cool. That's cool. Oh yeah, the uh, when we were brave, uh, or that movie with the firefighters. She's actually in it with uh, Josh Brolin, and so that oh, was yeah. a good movie. That was a real good movie. So I liked her at uh, Requiem for a Dream. I watched that with my mom. I've never time. seen it. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of like Spank the Monkey. It's just a good movie for Mother's it's Day. Good movie, Mother's it's a Day. good thing to watch every holiday, you know, right after Turkey. Spank <laughs> the Monkey and then uh, Requiem for a Dream. All while yes, sitting on Uncle Drunkle. All while sitting on Uncle Drunkle's lap. <laughs> Has Whole anyone family. seen Requiem for a Dream? I've never no, seen I know. I know what it's about, though. Yeah. At the very end, um, Jennifer Connelly kind of just is is like has become like a prostitute and yeah. she they she works this mental men's party and they these guys pull out this double dildo and they go and she just kind of looks at him and this old guy goes ass to ass <laughs> and the, it actually there's a scene of Wow. One of the one, one of the first questions wow. that come up in Google is is Requiem for a Dream disturbing? <laughs> yeah, it's very disturbing. Yeah, yeah. 
That's one of the first of the autocompletes, yeah. Wow, you're getting chats. I'm not getting chats. I can't see anybody. If somebody's saying something, I can't see it. Let's Does anyone have I was, questions? I was, I was looking at chats. Uh, now nobody has a question, yeah. Uh, Maybe if we ask for questions, we could get one. Yeah. Well, Brooklyn, we need viewers for that. I don't know we if we do. have any anymore. Oh. We do. Yeah. Requiem for a Dream. That's now going to be like, I should watch it. Should I not watch it? <laughs> don't watch it's it. Got it's rough. Don't watch yeah. it. Nah. It's rough. It got me thinking. Yeah, don't. Chris, I don't think that's your bag. Nah. Uh, if, if Peacemaker is like... Nah. <laughs> it's, it's like Peacemaker Part 2. Part <laughs> Peacemaker, Peacemaker is light compared to Requiem for a Dream. Really? That's rough. Yeah, that's really rough. Yeah, it's a dog. No, you don't. Not your bag, buddy. Reckless yeah, for I'm good then. It's very rough. Yeah, so gentlemen, that's all I have. I had a sweet third one, but I was like, it was Eternals, and that went down like a airplane crash site. Just people everywhere. I don't know. That just it was ruined. So <laughs> I have nothing. You guys right. want to have an open subject, but I got nothing to, that'd be in. I'll watch our show. the rest of Eternals and I'll 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 let you guys know what yeah. I think of that. So Yeah. Okay. All we right. can do a we can do a, we can do a part two, I guess. Uh, uh, maybe I'll like it. I hear there's a after credit scene that's supposed to be really good. I like the after credit um, scene, which leads to another thing I think it's gonna happen. I'll wait to talk. I'll wait to talk about it. Well, you'll have to come. I back. know it. To come I know what happens. Oh, you it's know like what the, it is? The blade thing. Blade. Um, yeah. Blade. Well, there's also um, Star Fox appears. Oh, yes. really? I didn't know that. Ah, okay. oh, shit. Sorry. That's okay. Uh, I don't care. Uh, I don't care. Okay. Star so Fox... Star Fox and Pip appears, and while I love Patton uh, Oswalt, it's great to hear Patton Oswalt. That pip looked horrible. I mean, that it looked did. like almost that looked like Ally McBeal dancing dancing baby. baby. CGI. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But who was it playing was, Star that Fox? Was, uh, Henry Harry Styles. I don't know who that is. One Direction singer Mark. <laughs> you got? I don't know. Okay. Is yeah. it music? Uh, somebody, they, somebody, <laughs> the kids would know. Sorry. One Direction. I thought it was. I think. I think it was under. I think it was Henry One Styles? Direction. Styles was One Direction. Harry Styles. Harry Styles. Is that like Harry Connick Jr.? Yes, One Direction. Uh, yeah, it's uh, born thirty years later. Yeah. <laughs> well. Yeah. yeah he was in Dunk. He was in Dunkirk. Oh. And he was. Was he the main guy in Dunkirk? Uh... Yes, Alex. The main guy. Yeah. Oh no! I was thinking in 1913. You were thinking 1917. 1917. 1917. 1917. Yeah. 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 I like that guy. That actor. That was a great movie. Different Again. war. Good. Totally movies. different war. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was totally War World. World War One. World War Two. World War Two yeah, is Dunkirk. Yeah. Which I need yeah. to watch Dunkirk. I don't think I watched it. Uh, done by Christopher Nolan. Mm -hmm. And yeah. um, I love Christopher Nolan's work. So, so with you being so, a Marvel zombie, are you looking forward to Batman? I am. Are you? I am. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I love DC work, but the last, what, 10 years, five, eight years, it's been atrocious. 
Um, yeah. I mean, when Man of Steel came out, I was I was a Superman. I told this to Ralph. I was a big Superman guy, mm. like Christopher Reeve. Um, everybody didn't like Brandon Roth. I liked him. He was all right. I liked him. He was um, good. Brandon Roth was, was great. Um, and then Smallville. I did the whole Smallville thing. I was Superman. I was. I told Rob that I was. I was uh, named after Christopher Reeve. Christopher. So when Man of Steel came out, I'm like, all right. I was I was Aquaman. All right. You know, I was there. Oh, yeah. then, <laughs> all right, kid. Uh, and then Man of Steel and then uh, Batman versus Superman came out. And that was atrocious. But yeah. the Snyder cut of that movie is totally, and I told this to Rob, it's totally different than the theatrical cut. Of he can't do he can't do a story in two hours. He is he utterly can't. incapable of doing a story in two like, hours. Like well, Watchmen is Watchmen is totally different than the theatrical cut of. I've seen that. Watchmen. I haven't seen the other one, but uh, the the Batman. Do they still have the Martha scene? <laughs> they still. Have the oh yeah. Scene. Yeah, uh, that's that's yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, oh my god, really? Seriously? So that kind of just went. And so, what saved me, and for the last ten years, of just rewatching the Dark Knight series because <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. the best Batman of all time to me, and it's Christian Bale, yeah. Christopher Nolan set. Yeah. And so to see Robert Pattinson, Cedric, not Twilight. Um, to see him as Batman, um, and I saw the trailer a little more. I'm excited. I, I'm a big Batman guy. Like I love DC Comics Batman. I love what really kind of love was the Nolan Batmans. I don't even call like there's the Nolans, and then there's the Schumachers, and then there's the Burtons, and the Nolans is the best. And every time you see the Schumacher, hey, listen, I want George with the nipples. No, oh, so uh, <laughs> I didn't hate. I didn't hate Batman. Not bad. The Val Kilmer one. The Val Format. Kilmer Yeah. That, the, yeah. The Val Kilmer one, I didn't hate it. I it didn't was hate it either. Yeah. Bad. Like Tommy Lee well, Jones was terrible. Yes, he was. But uh, it was so to- it was so tonally different than yeah. the Burton ones out. So that's right. I don't think that's what any of us were really prepared for. And it was it no. was camp. I mean, it was a hell but, of a lot of camp. Very campy. I was looking at an interview with um, uh, Joel Schumacher, and he said that like the studios were asking. That's what the studios were asking for. So they wanted to sell toys. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes. and yeah. McDonald's I mean, glasses. And they yep. went. They went one step into the camp on Forever, and then in Batman and Robin, they just dove in. And it's, yeah. They also didn't give. They also didn't give enough budget for what they wanted to achieve. I yeah. still remember in one of the freezing scenes in Gotham. They go to open the Batmobile car door after it's been frozen, and they open it, and the the whatever they were using for the ice it like wiggled, like when they opened <laughs> the door. Yeah, but yeah, it's made of like plastic, right? And you could see the I, plastic like wob warble, uh, like it's supposed to be ice, and it yeah. warbles. That's uh, awful. Uh, that whole movie. Then why? Why didn't Ali, why wasn't Alicia Silverstone British? Like she's Ford's niece going to school in London. Uh, and she sounds like Cher from Clueless. Because uh, it was played by Alicia Silverstone. Dude, that whole oh, movie. Yeah. That's dude, that whole movie is just... I don't even know where to... It's just... We'll make just, that a topic for another time. Yeah. My wife and I watch it. Like The three most horrible movies of all time for me is that one. 
Alien Resurrection, and uh, Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen that since the theater. No, so, wow, you paid for that in the movie? Oh, oh, I'm so sorry, man. Uh, I'll, oh, I, uh, I always call that, uh, Indi- I call that Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. All you need to survive a nuclear blast is a refrigerator. CGI monkeys. CGI monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. It's well, you know, those were what was that? Was that late nineties or early two thousands? Two thousands. That's Shay LaBeouf. Yeah, that's mid two thousands. Mid two thousands. Two thousands were a a rough. They had some rough movies back then. But wait, two thousands or mid two thousands? Mid two thousand, the teens. It was the teen years. It was the teen years of the two thousands. The teen years were all Marvel. When they think about it, I mean, you had the Avengers, and then you had, um, well, yeah, all the Avengers. Then you had it was the Infinity, the Infinity Saga, and And then in between those, and in between those, yeah, yeah, the Rings, or the Rings, which I saw like three of them. Or and I guess we had the prequels. Were the prequels then? Or were that the nineties? Prequels. prequels were two thousand. Prequels were ninety, yeah, ninety nine, I think. The ninety nine, the Phantom Messenger. Yeah. 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 Chris likes the prequels. Do you? I don't mind yeah. the it has moments. Second one. There's moments, Rob. <laughs> I don't mind the second one. Or the 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 uh the part where Anakin kills all the little kids, that's awesome. <laughs> I know, Rob. I know, Rob, that's Anakin, dark. That's the one, dark. The, the part where Anakin gets his legs and arms cut off—that's pretty cool. Yeah, the high. Yeah, that was, what uh, you do? You're talking about the last ten minutes of the third movie. <laughs> yeah. It's all the stuff you like is the last ten minutes of the third movie. Yeah. I, I, the I, second one, the second attack. one was all that drivel on Naboo, where they were yeah. doing all the romantic yeah. scenes. No, it was but horrible. it had, it had. For some reason, I I remember thinking it was better because wasn't Boba Fett in that one? With the clone one? Uh, it's yes. Attack of the Clones, yes. right? Yes. yes. Send no. the clones! No. Yeah. Yeah. No. What? Was Bubba, Brown, oh, Bubba, yes. Brown, Brown yes. Yeah, Boba yes. Boba Fett, they Boba go Fett. to show, they show Obi-Wan the clone army. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It has moments. I'm not saying they're great. But then again, nobody likes the sequels. Nobody likes anybody. Nothing. Nobody likes nothing. So at this point, I'm just gonna go off and say I like them. I don't care. Whatever. That's well. Because nobody like nobody likes the sequels. Rob, do you like sequels? Uh, episode seven, eight, and nine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I like. Okay. They are shot for shot the old movies. I mean, they are shot there. And I understand there's a continuity that needs to be had, mm-hmm. but it's, they almost just did relied on a gender flip with the, with the, with episodes seven, eight, nine, and the whole relationship between Ray and Kylo, I felt was some force forced mumbo jumbo. I laughed out loud in the theater when they kissed each other it was just oh that was way, it was oh it's totally unnecessary it's like it didn't even like didn't fit tonally with anything well, there should have been a kiss between ray and finn yes yeah 
that's a JJ. Yeah. I think feel like that's a JJ Abrams problem. Is that he comes out of the gate really strong with a concept, and doesn't have the 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 follow through on it, right? I mean, we've seen that with several JJ Abrams Star Trek. Lost, right. I mean, Lost. He had no fucking plan. Well, it, it's funny because like there was that kind of love triangle between Sawyer, Kate, and uh, and uh, the Doctor. The Doctor. And yeah. then it totally fizzled out when Kate and Sawyer slept together in the cage. And like the whole love triangle was just blown out of the water at that point. He you doesn't, that? he just doesn't, sure. doesn't put a plan to paper. I mean, yeah. no. I, and I, everything with uh, Ray being the granddaughter of Palpatine, I don't think that was the plan at the outset. No. Like, I don't think so. Like that just, they threw that in last minute. I, it might have been his plan. I think I just, I just don't think I, I mean I don't want to go so far as to say Ryan Johnson shouldn't have made that movie, but I he just think never that, made that movie. <laughs> I just think that he should have he should have been given his own movie to make yeah. with mm-hmm. some with a specific battle, like elaborate on a specific battle and and just do that instead of have him work. It just doesn't seem like he worked well with the rest of the story because half of the next one then revenge of the sith yeah was basically retreading a lot of the stuff that ryan johnson did in the first one or in the second one you know well, it, it just... I, the only one i didn't like out of episode eight was the whole casino planet like they just spent way too much time with yeah. all that casino planet shit for no reason really none made yeah. no sense yeah they needed a side quest there that was it but i wasn't a big fan of this this the, the sequel trilogy um the prequels have kind of grown on me a little bit through over time i have um a little bit because it feels like at least it was a genuine vision from george lucas yep and it didn't feel like it was put together by committee as the last three were yeah uh, so i kind of respect him a little bit more now that i've seen what it's like without george lucas on there but well i know a guy it's better i know a guy that told him that hey what do you think of my prequels and the guy went do you want me to be honest and he goes yeah and he tells him (laughs) (laughs) and he's honest about it and it wasn't a good honest opinion about it (laughs) so Mm. i know and that guy's relative of mine or in-law relative of mine did he get slapped uh, no, 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 and they were very nice about it. He was very nice oh. about it, and George was very nice about it. But you know, people don't like the prequels. I don't blame them. Jar Jar sucks. Anakin's annoying in the second one, and the third annoying. one is he's too annoying. Fast. annoying the first one too. Yeah, and he was, and and third one's too fast. And yes, I did do when my my son was born on May fourth. Like the nurse did in in Revenge of the Sith, Uba, Uba, and my wife almost killed me. Gosh. I keep it true, guys. I keep it true. Minash, Minash, won't be with you. <laughs> and so my son was born uh, eleven thirty on May fourth. My wife's like, "You're here. You go. You're welcome." I'm like, "Thanks, babe. This is not worth me." So, true story. Uba. Uba, so no, it's, it's, it's just, I get it, but you have to strip 
away the criticism. You have to watch them, just watch them, and they're not, they're they're good. They're just Star Wars movies. Yeah. The the sequels are just. They're a level of quality that I I can respect, but I I don't have I don't like the them. dialogue is way better mm, right sequels than yes. the sequels. So you want to yes. talk overarching vision of story? That's one conversation. Right. The dialogue, George Lucas cannot write fucking dialogue. I remember, Mark, I remember when we were in the height of our review phase, we got a comp from Dark Horse. It was the Star Wars, right? It was oh, George yeah. his original script for episode four. And it was all this Trade Federation bullshit. I mean, he considers himself to be sort of, I guess, this political erudite. And it just doesn't make any fucking sense and no one cares, right? It's just yeah. nonsense spewing out of his brain it's not even really reflective of the political things that are going on politically in our universe right now so you can sort of make that scientific parable out of it right it yeah just he needed he it. needed just somebody to work with him to just kind of say hey let's take it down and well and that's what they and did they, that, yeah they yeah took away from him. yeah they yeah they yeah sorry rob they they episode four it was a success but they're like, hey, you got something big here. We're going to bring in a different director. You're going to still be part of these movies. But we're, that's why Return and, or Empire and Return are two yeah. different directors. Yeah. And the storyline is just a little bit more flowish and a little bit more they makes always, sense. Dialogue they, is better. They always rewrote his scripts. They never yeah. let him put just a George Lucas script out until 20 years later when he becomes, he's George Lucas. Did you Irving Kirshner, is he still alive? George Lucas? Yeah. No, Irving, Irving Kirshner. No, probably not. He was looking old. even. Yeah. Then. You know who should direct the next Star Wars? Sidney oh. Poitier. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As soon as he's done filming Bond, he should absolutely get him on. I think he would be good. I don't know where they're going to take that story from here. I really, it'll be interesting. Mandalorian. Mandalorian and uh, Boba Fett. No, I mean, that's fine. They're filling in, those fill in certain epochs of time, right? That's the same thing they did with the Marvel comics, was they said, okay, we're going to create a whole series of comics that take place between episodes three and episodes four. I mean, move it forward. I don't know how they're going to do it. Well, they, they wanted to uh, do that High Republic thing, but I haven't read any of that. Yeah, I haven't either. Oh, yeah. yeah back that's going way back right that's going thousands of years it's going backwards and not forwards yeah yeah so i liked rogue one i thought that was awesome rogue one was great yeah everybody died yeah didn't like han solo <laughs> what's his name didn't die i though. love solo i love Andor. solo is it Andor? Solo. yeah mm. i wasn't in like love solo? with solo i i saw it twice i didn't i didn't hate it it's good I, I i think that it was Really overwritten and cast badly. Oh, you're by yourself. Your name is so... Uh. Nice. Um, nice. The... <laughs> nice. That's not what you did there. I just think Rod Howard probably wouldn't have been a good... Shouldn't what? have been on that one. Who were the people that were supposed to be on there? Was it the Russos? Was it? I didn't know I think that. it was. 
somebody was supposed to be doing a doing that and they got taken off and then they did they were supposed to be really good yeah yeah i just learned the other day through a old school binge that the russos directed a bunch of the episodes of arrested development mm -hmm. yes the community that yeah. yeah okay on that note we should probably call it quits it's been on yeah hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah we should do a star wars we should do a star wars what do you let's think do we'll do, do a star wars, wars deep dive. cool yeah let's do a star wars. i don't know what you guys want to do but I'll, you know I'll send I'll send a message. I'll send love messages and notes. I'd be happy yeah. to return. I had lot have lots of fun talking to you. Good. I was gonna Good. ask you I was gonna ask you offline, but cool if you're willing to sacrifice now. Yeah, come back. <laughs> well, since I'll I'll ask this and I'll record it, I actually uh, had an idea and I passed it to Mary and I go, Do you think he would want to do and I meant to ask you, Rob, after this episode, is like, do you think he would want to come on? Mary goes, what do you think they answer me? Oh, it's a no. It's always a no with me on everybody. But uh, to have the creator of Master Replicas and Quantum Mechanics and Master Replicas oh, again. Father-in-law. Yeah. yeah. Your father-in-law. Yeah. Steve <laughs> Dimzo, the man. Yeah. yeah. What does He's, he do? Uh, he started the company Master Replicas that built the FX lightsabers. Oh wow! That you saw. That's awesome. Um, he cool. did quantum mechanics uh, with the Serenity Firefly, and then he also came back from Mass Replicas and he did the HAL nine thousand, which yeah, I was part of that, and then that was the cool. the explosion cool. of that one. But um, he's got a lot of stories of Hollywood, cool. just a lot of stuff. And I, would you guys like to have him on? Would you? Yeah, would you? let's bring him on. Right, so let me let me figure that. I might have to make a contract and some money. To... <laughs> I am the in-law. I am the son-in-law. So you know, I gotta. Hey, it's fifty bones. <laughs> Wait, we can get paid for this shit? No, I didn't say that. No, only him. Only him. Yeah. I I pay with love and my useless information, and you guys. You give, have him, a, you give him a grandson. Your your job is. I'm, I'm May fourth grandson. <laughs> Let's just put That's that right. out there. I'm May fourth, grandson. So, yeah. so, all right, guys. Cool. All right. Have a good night, gentlemen. Mark. Have a good this night. Amazing. Yeah. Great to be together again. It's great to talk to you. It's nice to meet you. Nice to, nice to meet you, Mark. Yes, yeah. nice to meet you, Mark. So, yeah, um, uh, yeah, I, I, I'd love to come back if you guys are would have me. So, we shall. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. We shall. Right. Have you. And you will get my <laughs> messages now. Awesome. <laughs> 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 have a good night. Yep. All right. Thank you. Bye. Later. That's our show, peeps. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. Please follow and like our Anchor or Spotify page. And then in our social media world, please follow and like our Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Thank you, and have a fantastic, safe week.